This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. It is a Monday, and it's April 5th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Philadelphia will partially move into phase 1C of its coronavirus vaccine rollout today. Four specific groups on the priority list will be prioritized before the other groups in phase 1C. The health department asked vaccine providers, including pharmacies, to allow the prioritized groups to set appointments. Uh, That includes sanitation workers, maintenance and janitorial staff, utility workers, workers and postal and package delivery workers. Previously prioritized groups in Philadelphia phase 1A and 1B are still eligible and are encouraged to seek out vaccination opportunities. Other groups prioritized in Philadelphia phase 1C including those in higher education, public facing finance roles, transportation including airport and train workers, uh, taxi and rideshare workers, construction, telecommunication and IT, the press, the legal industry and the public health workers will be made eligible later in April the city said in a press release on Thursday. Philadelphia health officials continue to strongly encourage everyone over the age of 65 to get vaccinated as soon as possible. The announcement came one day after Pennsylvania announced an accelerated timeline that allows for all adults to be eligible for the vaccine by April 19th. Last week, President Joe Biden announced the 90 percent of adults should be eligible to get a coronavirus vaccine within uh, the next three weeks, as well as have a vaccination site within five miles of where they live. Uh, Philadelphia officials said phase 1C could include 250,000 people. Hmm. Philadelphia police are investigating an attack on a 27-year-old Asian woman in Center City on Easter Sunday. The incident happened around 2 p.m. where surveillance footage shows a man approach two women walking on 11th and Filbert Streets. Uh, The video shows the man aggressively strike one of the women in the face and then continues to walk away. The man whose surveillance camera caught the incident said he heard a woman's cries outside of the office. I could hear it. It was constant, kind of like a cry, he said. So I looked up at the camera, he added. On Easter Sunday, nobody expects to have your head almost taken off by a smack. The man's camera could uh, also caught police apprehend the man a block down at 11th and Arch Streets. Police say the man is homeless and condu- uh, concluded that this was a random attack and nothing racial was said. An ambulance transported the victim to Jefferson University Hospital where she was listed in stable com- condition. Officials say the investigation is active and ongoing with the city's central detectives division. Self-certified restaurants in Pennsylvania are now allowed to open at 7 75% capacity as the state carefully peels back more of its coronavirus restrictions on social settings. Restaurants that have not self-certified with the state can raise occupancy limits to 50%. Patrons will no longer have to purchase food in order to buy a, an alcoholic beverage, and restaurants will be allowed to sell booze beyond 11 p.m., according to Governor Tom Wolf. Bar seating will be prohibited, I'm uh, sorry, will be permitted for the first time in about a year, though social distancing guidelines will need to be implemented along with physical barriers. What are they going to allow drugs to be dealt out of the bag. <laughs> Do you guys think, uh, you know, a lot of the tents and the street side seating will continue past this? Because it seems I've been successful. I've said a couple times, I think really it would be great if they would allow this rezoning at least to exist for a while to help them make up for lost. Yeah. So anything that would encourage people who are perhaps still on the fence and not comfortable 
could, as the weather gets warmer, perhaps put some more money and keep more people working. It'd be great because there's actually a, a number of locations where I think, man, that's that's kind of cool. And it uh, looks nice. Yeah, and and it, obviously, as the weather gets nicer out, people are going to want to be doing that. But are you thing. talking about permanently, Nick? Yeah. Yeah, I don't see that happening. I mean, because no. they're, they're Maybe on this year. the street. Yeah, they're on yeah. the road. So. Well, that's in the city. So the yeah, that's what I'm talking the about. The city's yeah. different. They're, they're, they haven't moved uh, to this, what I'm talking about. This is just outside of the oh, city. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Um, customers are still required to wear a mask and practice social distancing. Capacities for other businesses like personal care services, gyms, casinos, theaters, and malls also moved to 75% occupancy on Sunday. Philadelphia has acted independently from the state for most of the pandemic. A spokesperson said in a statement they will review the new changes issued by Governor Wolf, but the city will remain more restrictive with COVID-19 mitigation guidance. In sports this morning... The Sixers lost to the Memphis Grizzlies last night in South Philly. Grayson Allen had 11 of his 15 points during the third quarter, lifting the Grizzlies to a 116-100 win over the shorthanded Sixers, who were without all-star center Joel Embiid. Tobias Harris scored 21 points for the Sixers, who have played 11 of their last 12 games without Embiid. Despite the loss, they remain tied with the Brooklyn Nets on top of the Eastern Conference standings. After two games at home, the Sixers are back on the road tomorrow night as they'll head up to Boston to take on the Celtics. The Flyers are also in Boston, and they'll play the Bruins there tonight before both teams face each other again tomorrow night in South Philly. The puck is set to drop at 7 o'clock. And the Phillies wrapped up their season-opening series by completing a three-game sweep over the Atlanta Braves yesterday afternoon at the ballpark. Alec Bohm had a tie-breaking single in the eighth inning. Zach Eflin had another strong start, and the Phils completed the sweep with a 2-1 win. The Phils are at home again tonight and will take on the New York Mets. Matt Moore will get the start. Game time is scheduled for 7.05. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. And we're excited to be back. One of the reasons we are happy to be here on this Monday morning is the fact that we start giving away cash today. Woo-hoo! It's called the Preston and Steve Money Clip Contest. Yes, so we have a chance for you to win 500 bucks, and that's seven times a day. That's everybody. So it's going to be happening at 8 a.m., 10 a.m., noon, 2, 4, 6, and 8 p.m. Jackie with another shot at your, uh, for your chance to win 500 bucks. So it's easy. We've done this before. We give you a keyword. We give you 15 minutes after the hour to enter it in, and there are three ways to do that. You can do it through the MMR app, which we recommend. And, of course, you can do it through the contest page, WMMR.com. Or text it to the special short code number, which is 45911. We'll get to that a little bit later. But the reason I bring up the app is that everyone who enters via the MMR app, which is free to download, by the way, or at WMMR.com, you'll be entered to win $10,000 in a grand prize. And it is sponsored by Hyundai City. So that starts today, 8 a.m., your chance to win. Doesn't seem as if we just did this. We keep doing it. I love it. And on the app issue, Preston, if you've done texting before, take the app out for a spin now yeah. and make yourself eligible for possibly that ten grand. Right? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I was down the shore uh, uh, earlier this week when we were off, and we don't get MMR down there. And I listen on the app. Like, yeah, yeah. You can take it anywhere in the country. Like, I don't know why you wouldn't have it on yeah. your phone. Give it, it a shot. It's easy. So go for it. And uh, other than that, uh, guest-wise, we have uh, fighter Eddie Alvarez is going to be joining us. Uh, one on TNT event 
uh, is coming to uh, prime time. So that's coming up uh, Wednesday, 7 p.m., 10 p.m. So uh, we'll talk to Eddie and uh, his fight and what he is, uh, where his head is at for all that stuff. So it's always good to catch up with him. New Word of the Week prize, $300 from The Bagster. The Bagster. Which is a dumpster in a bag. Oh, yeah. I've used those. Yeah. So They're great. It's uh, perfect for all your home improvement cleanups, and uh, we will give away $300 with that uh, that group uh, this week. So, letter of the day coming up at the end of the program. Other than that, it is business as usual. Back from a week off, which is nice, and I'm sure we have some stories to tell. We'll get into that a little bit later on, as well as some entertainment stuff and a stupid question when we return. So, we'll go ahead and we'll take a break. We'll come back in just a moment. It's going to be a gorgeous day. Stay with us this morning. We will be back shortly. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Okay, so the stupid question this morning, which could get you an overnight stay and a $100 dining credit at Hard Rock uh, Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City, is which cruise line built and operated the Titanic? Mm-hmm. 215-263-WMMR. Do you know the answer to that? If so, you need to call now. Or look it up real quick and then call. <laughs> Which cruise line built and operated the Titanic? 215-263-WMMR. Steve, I remember a day when we'd ask a trivia question. You couldn't look it no, up. No, you couldn't. You, you, People you actually had to. just had to know it. Call up Uncle Eddie. He's mm-hmm. a big fan of Titanic. <laughs> uh, yeah, but we should really, you know what? What we're really doing is helping people develop their Google skills. That's what we're doing. Yes. So, How would you phrase such a question? While we're waiting for the answer, today is Monday, April 5th. I'll go through some birthdays today. We're going to start with... With one from the world of Barney Miller. I used to love that show. I did too. Max Gale, who played Wojo. Stanley Wojohowitz. What did he go on to do? I don't know. It was one of two things. You Very know, little. I do remember seeing him pop up and going, Wojo. He wore too paid during that show, you know. No. Yeah. I had no I idea. Both. I didn't know either. Yeah, yeah. Wow, okay. He had like this sort of Mo Howard haircut. Yeah, Wojohowitz. Yeah. Wojo is uh, 78 years old today. That's uh, Max Gale. He's on uh, General Hospital now. He's, he's working in the soaps. He's had a recurring Stop role. Stop it. Dr. Wojohowitz. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. Dr. Wojo. <laughs> Mike Corbin on General there Hospital. There you go. Good for him. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. All right. At least he's not. I I expected a cameo thing going on now at this point. Uh, Michael Moriarty. uh, Always loved him. Yep, from Law & Order. Yep, he turns 80 years old today. For my money, he's in one of the greatest baseball movies that a lot of people don't know. Bang the drum slowly. Yeah, you know what? I've I've heard the title. I've never seen it. Robert De Niro plays a uh, baseball player who is uh, very ill. And it's maybe the second movie De Niro did. And it's just great. Wow. So he turns 80 today, Michael Moriarty. Uh, Colin Powell, the former U.S. Secretary of State, is celebrating his 84th birthday today. Uh, obviously a great man. How badly did he get ribbed in school? With the Colin? Name? Yeah, Colin. Yeah, yeah. Oh, just I know. no. Yeah. I know. Uh, Mike McCready, Pearl Jam, 
uh, turns 55 years old today. They just postponed their summer tour. They were going to do some European dates, and they pushed it back to 2022, um, which is a reason to go to Europe, in my mind. (laughs) Uh, uh, So he turns, uh, wow, he turns 55 years old today. Yeah, so happy birthday to Mike McCready. Maybe get some uh, Rockforce workforce blocks from uh, Pierre today. Uh, Greg Mathis, who is from the television show... The Judge Mathis TV show. <laughs> uh, I'm sure you've seen your share of those. 61, not in a while, but yeah, those are popular. Those certain... shows just, I, I, I can't. I, I hate them. Like uh, the original Judge Wapner, The People's Court, that was okay. Judge Judy, okay. But there's like, now, now there's one I, I told you where it's iced tea and he's a life coach <laughs> judge. It's like, come on. Uh, uh, Jerry Springer does one. Uh, that's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Judge Matt, well, it's, listen, there's, there's a whole lot of people out there watching that I stuff. I could be a judge. You, you could. could. Yeah. You have, hey, you have more wanted, legal cred than iced tea. Yeah. Didn't we want to do that for a while? Like yes. you were Kathy Romano relationship judge yeah, or something, something like that? That's because, what iced tea's doing. Well, because so, a caller called in once and, and said, and I was like, oh, leave them or like yeah. something like that. And you were like, we could do this. We yeah. could make this a contest. And I think it was back when, when we did drunk day a few times where you were like, oh, yep, that, yes, yeah, dump them, get out of here. Yes. Yep. You oh, just you're right. flat out. Unfiltered justice from Kathy Romano. It doesn't need to be right or ethical. No. It just needs to be quick. It Your response needs, needs to be yeah. quick. Definitive. Get out quick. of there. Yeah. yeah. So see, Kathy said we should break up. <laughs> uh, so uh, he is sixty-one today. Mitch uh, Pelleggi, or is yes. it Pelleggi? I'm not sure how they say his name. From uh, the X Files. Yes. And uh, Shocker. Remember that movie, Shocker? Oh my God! Yeah, yes. they were trying to start a franchise. Yes. He gets killed in the electric chair. He uh-huh. played Horace. Yes. Yeah, and then he could go through the electrical currents. I think and that was hit. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Uh, he is sixty nine today. Ah, <laughs> uh, the beautiful Haley Atwell. Yeah, Agent Carter uh, celebrates her birthday today. Yeah, she's, she's amazing. Thirty nine. Uh, I'm working my way through that. Uh, I'm in the second season. I love it. It's a great show. I. We, I Tried to recommend it to people who it, it, it might have gotten lost in the sauce because it premiered on ABC, but it's available. Both two seasons, well worth it. They fit firmly into the MCU. Absolutely. Um, she's um, is a very flattering picture up here in the studio. Yeah, you know what? In, in this flattering wow. picture, meaning she's showing her boobs, yeah. uh, she's very very revealing wow. outfit. I had no idea that she was a buxom woman. Yeah, because of the outfits that they usually have her in from that time period, the nineteen forties. Uh, was pretty covered up. Right. And uh, part of the war effort. And then when she was doing an undercover thing where she goes and, and wearing this yeah. uh, evening gown, I'm like, well, hello. <laughs> what? I had no idea. Uh, the word is. She's great. She's dating Tom Cruise right now because she's working on the. Uh, Excuse, uh, please. I know. I know. What? She's in the new Mission Impossible movie. And uh, the word is whether this is just a construct for publicity's sake. But there have been rumors that she's dating Tom Cruise. Would they? Would the Scientology crew even let him fake a? Uh, oh yes! Oh so. yes, they would. Mm. They built a, a glade so he could run around barefoot, Preston. Yeah, I know, but I, I think they want him to be with a Scientologist. You know, so yeah. I, but I don't know. I don't know her background really. So she's thirty nine today. And the last birthday is Lily James. Lily. Uh, Lily. Lily James. Lily. Uh, Cinderella, Downton Abbey. She was, she was also in Yesterday, right? Yeah. Yeah, she plays. She's Lily. adorable. Lily, I like her. Lily, Lily. <laughs> she, she was involved with that uh, <laughs> scandal with, um, 
Who's the guy she was having? The, oh, that's right. Right? And she left Instagram for a while. And, yeah. yeah I, I forget what the... Uh, he was married. Or, he was married and, yeah. then, and then said they had nothing had been happening and then admitted yeah. something had been happening. Right. And then she ex- the, the wife accepted him back. And then it just... I, I think it's still going on. She is... Well, she's 32 today. Maybe she can forget about it for her birthday today. <laughs> I hope so. Happy birthday, Head Lily. Lily. Mm-hmm. Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> yes. Lily, 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 Lily. <laughs> The great Harvey Corbin. <laughs> you know, play that Lily clip. <laughs> All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. What cruise line was, uh, which cruise line, I'm sorry, built and operated the Titanic? 215263WMMR is the number. Casey, we have someone named Cindy who Uh-oh. we're going to go to on the line. Hi, Cindy. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, Good morning. Cindy, what cruise line uh, built and operated the Titanic, please? Uh, the White Star Line. You're correct. <laughs> Nice work, Cindy. You got it right. And that means that we are going to give you an overnight stay and a $100 dining credit at Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. Hard Rock Hotel and Casino is ready for you to have a good, clean fun with rooms, restaurants, and casino ready for your stay. You can book today at Hard Rock Hotel Atlantic City. Dot com. Uh, we have the box office this weekend and some numbers starting to head a little bit more to what we used to be hearing. Uh, Godzilla versus Kong made $32.2 million. Oh, I watched it again. Uh, you know what? It, listen, here's here's the deal. Anything in um, uh, uh, King of the Monsters, the second one, and this one, anything that involves humans, completely dismiss. Don't you, In fact, you can fast forward to it. But you get what you're there for. You're get you're there for this battle, and they give you the battle. They give you multiple battles. So it was number one, followed by the Unholy Nobody, uh, Raya and the Last Dragon. Uh, then you had Tom and Jerry. Then the Girl Who Believes in Miracles. Number seven was the Courier. Eight Chaos Walking. Number nine, the Crudes, a New Age, and the number ten film was French. Exit. What is nobody? I was looking for that. What, what, where is it available? Yeah, streaming I it? believe it's on. Oh, I don't know, oh, but it, it should be available, like Amazon, no, maybe I think it's or HBO Max. HBO oh, Max. Was it? oh, I was, oh. I was right there when I was watching Godzilla. <laughs> Who's in Nobody? I forgot. It, Bob, Bob, Bob Odenkirk. Bob Odenkirk. Okay. Like, yeah, that's right. Regular guy John yeah. Wick. Yeah, that's right. All right. So, speaking of films, the twenty seventh annual Screen Actors Guild Awards. Yeah, we're on. Uh, well, actually, yesterday, and that's. Yeah. That's our group. That's we are members of the Screen Actors Guild. So this means everything to us. Weren't you feeling the Not heat? Really. They were so obviously they can't make a move until we voted, mm-hmm. and um, and then they waited, and then we got our our votes in, and then they proceeded with the award ceremony. It was on last night TNA, uh, TNT and right. TBS in a compressed format due to the pandemic. The one hour pre taped event did not have a host and was preceded by a pre show hosted by Jason George and Joe Beth Williams. After being postponed, all winners' acceptances were pre-recorded. But miraculous news—miraculously, news of the wins did not slip ahead of time, so nobody did find out. They had to sign those non-disclosures. I guess there was financial penalties if they uh, let slip, so they 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 kept it to themselves. I will go through uh, the winners, and then I know we have some uh, clips that we can play in conjunction with them. So uh, for movies, cast in a motion picture was won by the Trial of the Chicago Seven. Uh, I watched it over the weekend. That was really, really well done. Aaron Sorkin, man, man, nobody writes a script like it. Aaron Sorkin. Absolutely, and I'm telling you, the the 
the performances. Sasha Baron Cohen was, was amazing yeah. in it. Yeah. I was blown away by his performance. Uh, so uh, kudos to them. Best actor went to Chadwick Boseman for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, so a posthumous award for him. Uh, then you had uh, Best Actress, uh, Viola Davis, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom as well. Uh, Best Supporting Actor went to uh, Daniel Kaluuya uh, for Judas and the Black Messiah. He hosted SNL over the weekend, by the way. Man, he was funny. Uh, and then you had uh, Best Supporting Actress going to Yu Zhang Yun for Minari. In television, and I believe this is where we have our clips from, uh, Best Drama Ensemble went to The Crown. Female actor in a drama series went to Gillian Anderson for The Crown. She plays Margaret Thatcher. Uh, Best Male Actor in a Drama Series went to Jason Bateman for Ozark. We have a clip of Jason Bateman, so let's play him accepting. Here we go. Thank you to to the healthcare workers that have tended to us all during this this last year and the miracle work from scientists that have given us the vaccines that are not only going to let us continue making uh, fake life, but uh, most importantly, the real life that we're all yearning to get back to. So this is dedicated to them and everybody go get your shot and let's all get back to normal. Thank you. Nice. So uh, good for him. And then, you know what, let me double back because we have a clip of Chadwick Boseman's widow accepting uh, best actor for Ma Rainey. And here is that clip. Thank you, God. If you see the world unbalanced, be a crusader that pushes heavily on the seesaw of the mind. That's a quote by Chadwick Boseman. Thank you, screen actors. Thank you, Chad. Thank you. Uh, we also had a female actor in a uh, movie, television movie or limited series. That was Anya Taylor-Joy yeah. for The Queen's Gambit. Uh, male actor in a television movie or limited series went to Mark Ruffalo for I Know This Much Is True. Do you think one of these people would thank us, you know, for, <laughs> right? Just one of them? I mean, we, we, we get our screener copies. This one time I was in I a... mean, not that I actually voted, but I was supporting them. <laughs> we even had Anya Taylor-Joy here in our studio. Yeah. Time, I mean, I, I guess it's it's the same same sort of quirky relationship we have with uh, you know, Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Uh, we have a clip for this next one. Uh, best Best comedy... <laughs> Ensemble went to Ship's Creek, as we're calling it. Uh, and this is Dan Levy accepting for that. Oh, man. Okay. Well, first of all, <laughs> to get to share this award with my brilliant sister and my incredible dad is absolutely extraordinary. First of all, thank you so much to SAG AFTRA for this insane honor. I want to take a moment to acknowledge the rest of this incredible ensemble of actors who made comedy look absolutely effortless with their skill and their dedication. The incomparable Catherine O'Hara, Annie Murphy, Emily Hampshire, Karen Robinson, Noah Reed, Jennifer Robertson, and the great Chris Elliott. And by the way, Catherine O'Hara did win for uh, Best Actress. She's been uh, cleaning up. For Ships Creek. Yep, Absolutely. Uh, and then you had for uh, Best Comedy Actor, Jason Sudeikis for Ted Lasso. And we have a clip of them. This is the cast as they're getting fired up for the nomination. So this was the oh. opening. When the when the one-hour extravaganza started, this started with them uh, getting excited and getting the, uh, the, the the team basically excited for the nomination. All right. Okay, y'all, let's focus up. We've got a big night ahead of us. It's the SAG Awards. <laughs> we are nominated for Outstanding Performance by an Ensemble in a Comedy Series. How about that? I'm going to shoot you straight. Our competition tonight is tougher than ice-cold beef jerky. Who we got, Coach? Dead to me, the flight attendant, the great, Schitt's Creek. Oh, my God. 
Oh, come on now. I know that's an intimidating lineup. And shoot, I can't think of better ensembles than those four right there. Can you? The UConn women's basketball team. 111 straight wins, baby. Yeah, gotta respect that. Absolutely. Oi! The best ensemble ever are the Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> what? Say something about the Muppets. <laughs> I dare you. Dude, he's so awesome on that show. Roy Kent? Yes. Yep. He's the best. Mm. All right, and then uh, the last award that I have a list here of is the best stunt ensemble went to the Mandalorian. So there you go. Those are the SAG awards. I like that they make something out of the stunts, yeah. you know, because, yeah. I mean, for crying out loud, I mean, it's weird because sometimes stunts have floated in and out of the awards. Yes. Right. Like, for years, occasionally you'd have a special effects award, occasionally you wouldn't. It's like, what? what's more a part of essential movie making? They, they, I think they have their own separate awards. Yeah. And uh, even though these people are risking their lives, <laughs> yes, they do them, they can't give them. Seventy other awards for these, uh, you know, know. the, the, the stars, know. and then know. you know, come on. Yep. All right. So elsewhere in the world of Hollywood and so on, uh, Mossimo Giannulli has been released <sighs> a few weeks early from prison. Wow. For his role in the college admission scam, did he have to climb through a super long tunnel? No, he did not have to go through all that filth. He did it anyway. Oh, yeah, clean yeah, on the yeah, other yeah, side. Yeah, yeah. Yes. He had a. Uh, <laughs> He had a poster of Uncle Jesse up in his uh, <laughs> prison cell, <laughs> full house. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant from uh, oh, from Dukes of Hazards. Big overalls on. Uncle Jesse, shepherd along, sheep, shepherd along. Denver pile. I didn't watch. Yeah, yeah. I didn't watch. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Whatever he had two. He was in prison for so long. He yeah. started with the Uncle Jesse <laughs> right. of Hazards. And he eventually had to get a second poster. The wardens in there. So th- these are the same guys. <laughs> oh no, no, no! One's from Dukes of Hazard, and one is from Full House. Uh, according to reports, uh, he is in a residential reentry <laughs> management field office. The, the hell does that overseas mean? inmates <laughs> transitioning back to public life? So. Well, like he forgot. I know. Well, what what is this? What are those? What are those horses? Carriages. It's protocol. They're called automobiles. They're, they have to offer this, I believe. Yeah. So uh, it's called RRM Long Beach. Uh, his wife, Lori Laughlin, is also uh, a free woman again. I've, I'm, I'm seeing a new Hasselhoff series. <laughs> <laughs> Having been released in December after uh, serving two months behind bars. Are you guys watching this? Uh, it's a docudrama. I haven't about seen it the, yet. Okay, yeah. No, it's on, it's on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. But I haven't, is it worth a damn? I haven't brought myself yeah. to watch it yet. It is. And, it's the Varsity uh, Blues scandal, right? Yes. Yeah. And so Matthew Modine is in it. Like, so there are, it's 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 weird. It's I mean, not a be- documentary case? It's a dramatization of it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's a rockumentary out there. <laughs> yeah. All right, with Spinal Tap? <laughs> it's a little early for that, right? It sure yeah. is. Don't you, like, wait a few years before you start casting yeah. actors and roles? Massimo hasn't that? even completed RRMBD or whatever it is, the uh, thing you said. But I, I I could see doing an actual documentary yeah. about it. Yeah, but, yeah. but it okay. is documentary, but it's also a drama as well. So there, it, it's, I mean, okay. it's bizarre. It's like doing 60 Minutes with puppets. Right. It's kind of right. like that. It would make sense. Uh, so he's expected to serve the remainder of his sentence at home, and he will be released uh, from RRM to his home on April 17th. Lori, according to a source, is relieved that he was released from the prison 
Uh, he is still in federal custody, though. What um, if he gets home and, like, no one's taking the garbage out while he's been away <laughs> and all? You bastards. In January, a judge refused his request for an early release. He argued that he spent uh, so much in solitary confinement that he was suffering cruel and unusual punishment. Remember, they did have him. <laughs> they did keep in him in, yeah. Solitary for a long time. Army Hammer. He is stepping down from a production of The Minutes on Broadway amid an investigation by the LAPD into sexual misconduct allegations. We remember all that stuff. Uh, He said uh, in a statement, uh, I have loved every single second working on The Minutes with my family, with the family I made from Steppenwolf. uh, But right now I need to focus on myself and my health for the sake of my family. Consequently, I will not be returning to Broadway with the production. Uh, He has, of course, denied all claims against him, he said in a statement to Variety on Friday. The production team on the show also released a statement which reads, uh, Army remains a valued colleague to all of us who have worked with him on stage and offstage on the minutes. We wish him only the best uh, and respect his decision. Uh, He's also dropped out of Cold War thriller called Billion Dollar Spy and an upcoming star series called Gaslit. Mm. Uh, he doesn't have any other projects in the works. Several uh, exes, of course, have accused him of psychological, emotional, and physical abuse. Cannibalistic abuse. stuff, too. Um, well, cannib- yeah, cannibalistic fantasy. Yeah, yeah. Um, Hammer has maintained his innocence. He is currently in the Cayman Islands, where his estranged wife, Elizabeth Chambers, is living with their two children. She filed for divorce in February saying that she was shocked, heartbroken, and devastated by the scandal. And she had said, I support any victim of assault or abuse and urge anyone who has experienced this pain to seek the help she or he needs to heal. So he's wealthy, right? I mean, he's I, we That's assume so. he's tied into the Arm & Hammer fortune, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah he's, I got don't know. The, he's got family money. Yeah. Okay. So he can go to the Caymans and hang, hang out, out as long as he wants. Listen to the good radio down there. Do they have Arm & Hammer, Hammer Boulevard? Is that uh, any relation to... I was talked about it before, but I, I don't remember... Either. It's Armand Hammer. I, I want to say that it was it was something to spite uh, Arm and Hammer, okay. if I remember. But in case, I, I, I don't know. Uh, Kendall Jenner's naked trespasser made an attempt to break into Sister Kylie's property. You know where Halle Berry lives? <laughs> in papers filed by the supermodel for a restraining order against a 27-year-old man, it was revealed he also showed up at Kylie's gated community Shortly before being released from jail. Oh, they live? On sunshine. <laughs> uh Kendall was how do, they, how do they get into these houses? Do you think they would have some sort of imp- something that at least is mildly obstructive for these people to they're constantly being broken into and by naked people. Yeah, you can't I guess you can't stop crazy. Uh, Kendall was granted a temporary restraining order on Thursday after the man broke into her property to search for her before going for a naked swim in her pool. <laughs> it's a little chilly. The man I'm gonna be honest. reportedly uh, broke into Kendall's property around 2 a.m. on Sunday, began pounding on her doors and windows while calling out her name. Uh, the Keeping Up with the Kardashian star was home at the time of the intrusion, but was able to stay in a safe location Within the house, while her security dealt with the issue, she I would definitely have you know a safe room built. Yes, if I'm any of these people, for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can certainly oh, yeah. afford that. I would keep Caitlyn on a chain out in front. <laughs> but these... <laughs> I'll tear you apart. Try and get in here. I dare you. Like Michonne in uh, The Walking Dead with the two zombies. On <laughs> That's right. <laughs> On a chain. 
so she had, um, after giving up on finding her, the intruder allegedly took off his clothes, went for a naked swim before being apprehended. Uh, the police arrived. I can at- really go for some fruit. <laughs> The police arrived after security had detained the man and charged him with the misdemeanor count of trespassing. After being released, the man made his way to Kylie's gated <laughs> wow. Holmby Hills community a day and a half later. Uh, he was I arrested- guess they, what do they buy, maps to the Stars' homes or something? They have to. He, yeah. was, he was arrested on site on Tuesday for felony stalking. And in documents, uh, Kendall also reportedly detailed the man's alleged criminal history, claiming that he's been busted for kidnapping. Oh, well, that's he also, chilling. He also had photos of her on his social media pages, and she said that he's left her uh, that he's left her in fear for her own safety. Huh. Uh, the restraining order also protects Kylie and uh, their mother, Kris Jenner, uh, ordering him to stay at least 100 yards away from all parties. Uh, the naked trespasser and another recent stalker, allegedly said he planned to murder her before taking his own life, had led Kendall to move out of her Beverly Hills home permanently for her safety and peace of mind. Beat it, buddy. I was here first. Yeah, there's a line what? Of, uh, out front. Yeah, I'm looking at you. Wow. Uh, so, yep, yeah, that, uh, that stalker stuff continues. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so... Being off for the past week, I've been out of touch with the... <clears throat> the world. The world. You so, disconnected. So, uh, Roger Jean Page... Yes. I, I, this, I, I can't. Is his I need help. ...left Bridgerton? He's not coming back He's, for after season After one two. season. He's he, the he, star he, and he, of the show. He, ru- he has ruined <clears throat> season two. I don't know how they're actually... How it's actually going to be successful without him, honestly. So he has spoken up after his decision to leave. After one season, he hit up Twitter writing, Pleasure and a privilege. An honor to be a member of the family on and off screen. Cast, crew, and incredible fans. The love is real. And we'll no, just not. keep yeah, going. Yeah, well, then what are you doing? Yeah, so, yeah I get, <laughs> you filthy And prick. he didn't give a reason, right? Yeah, there's no... Well, there, none that I've seen. There's, I didn't see it doesn't either. seem like there's any controversy. That sounds like a, a, a nice statement and about they're the not, show. And they're not writing him out. He's going to be away for the season. <laughs> like oh, Chris so he might get back. So, so it, that's what it seemed like to me. And then I'm thinking, like, okay, well, maybe is he sick? Does he have to go through some sort of treatment? Or uh, like, Is that the Great Wolf Lodge? <laughs> You think right. it's ego, Kathy? They can like, drink in the pool over there. You know? <laughs> his, his stars no, on the I... rise, and like, uh, who was it? David Caruso left NYPD Blue because he thought he was bigger than he was. <sighs> Nick, it, I, that, when I heard this story, that's exactly what I thought. I hope Sometimes not. you get. Uh, listen, he is the the guy you yeah. know right now. They've talked about him as a potential Bond, so he's got all this looking at him in the face, and maybe he got swept up in that. We don't know if that's the case, but it's not the first time it's happened. I, I David hope Caruso not. being an example. But I hope not, because what a dummy if that's the case. I yeah. mean, you he could have been even bigger if, to be on season two of this. I just I really don't know that it, it's going to be successful without him. Yeah, I am surprised at just the one season thing. Listen, if your star's on the rise, I, I can't see a bailing after one no. season Milk because it. of that. At least get a Look couple at out of that it. That girl, she just, uh, uh, yeah. M- yeah. what's her name? Uh, Rose. Rose, uh, yeah. yeah. But she, one season. Yeah. Gone, Batwoman. I feel mm. like you need to prime the engine a little bit more. Two right? seasons. Like, Well, listen, one season is fine, right? You host a Saturday Night Live, okay, all right, I can smell myself a little bit here. <laughs> but, like, prime it a little bit more, because you don't know. Like, Hollywood's weird, it, yeah. you know? like, And we don't know that that's the case. The we fact don't. that they're he, not and, writing no. him out of the show or killing him yeah. off is an indication well, that he may be coming back, and maybe there is 
some legitimate reason that he's leaving. Maybe they got another dude who can jump right in and play Bridgerton. Well, I said yeah. it should be like Aunt Viv on Fresh Prince. Like, they should just replace she him. She be good. No, they should oh. replace him with, with somebody who's just as good looking, just as good of an actor. You know right, what I mean? Hear me out. <laughs> Let's get the actors who played Aunt Viv. <laughs> Wait, what? What was, it? what was that again? Yeah. Huh? Fresh Prince was a huge, huge show. All right. Yeah, but- that's that's like an old. Sense. It's an older woman now. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. yeah. I mean, not the fact that she's just too yeah. old to play that yeah. role. Yeah. I, just, I mean, we're trying to be gender accommodating yeah. here. But right. What is the right. plot twist here? I don't understand. Yeah. So, all right. So we're listening, Kathy. What? How does it develop? So, well, Aunt Viv comes in. Right. Uh, it, it, it'll be interesting. Bridgerton has to leave because he's playing b-ball. <laughs> And he has some cross words with homies. Really bizarre. They took a turn here. So, who uh, about Jackson and Jackson? <laughs> oh, okay. Craig Lagans, who is, knows everything all yeah. the time, he said his character is not Bridgerton. Is not in Bridgerton. I'm sorry. His character Bridgerton is not in the following novels. So it's not the actor's decision. That's, uh, what, he, that's what Craig Lagans says. No, I, Craig I, is very is very sharp on this. However. What a stupid Dumb. mistake to mm-hmm. not incorporate him somehow into the second. Yeah, but he... or, or or listen, it is not. <laughs> Since when do shows absolutely strictly follow the line of the books? <sighs> right. That it, it, that's dumb on all parts. If if that's the case, it, that's a terrible decision. Mm, all right. Uh, fan theory here. Marissa brought this note. It says Shonda Rhimes is it runs or ruins? I think ruins. <laughs> ruins. Every show she works on. <laughs> oh, uh, wow. That's a fan, that, that seems like a fan criticism. She's I mean, pretty successful. She is. Yeah. yeah. Like, so, touch everything she touches. She's like Midas. the gold. Yeah. Yeah. However, people get pissed off at her because she does do um, tectonic upheavals in a lot of her series. Yeah. But a lot of times, I, I think, look at Catherine Hellman, right? No, Catherine, what's her name? Oh, the Hellman's Fortune? No, uh, no. Hannes. Hannes. What's her name? Uh, Catherine Hellman is from uh, oh. Soap and Brazil, so that's a legitimate actress that she was in. Um, uh, what series are you talking about? Who's the boss? But I'm thinking of the girl, Catherine Heigl. Yes. Oh, right, yeah. Left Grey's Anatomy, right, like one right, season right. in. Mm-hmm. But mayonnaise is good. It, uh, so, mayonnaise. by the way, so I know, I agree. Uh, Paige has lined up several projects, including The Grey Man with Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans. Is that guy Grey? And the film adaptation of Dungeons & Dragons <laughs> as well, so... Uh, we shall see what he ends up doing. Come over here, Eddie. Okay. Is that guy gray over there? I have story of someone who has changed their hair. Oh! Yes. And... After shocking the world with her blonde hair reveal, Billie Eilish is switching things up again. In a video posted to her Instagram feed, she showed off a new chop. A peanut, peanut chop. <laughs> With her now platinum hair barely grazing her collarbones and her once shaggy curtains, curtain bangs trimmed up to a more straight across blunt style. (laughs) Was the world shocked by that last haircut? So she now has uh, more of a bob, if you will. A bob? uh, She posted the clip with nothing more uh, than a dove emoji. Though the short video does give a glimpse into how the new length moves. Okay, oh, you know so the- do you think that Billie Eilish has naturally sort of um, bedroomy eyes, or does she just smoke a lot of pot? <laughs> I think she's got naturally 
bedroomy eyes. Okay. Because uh, they've kind of been that way, unless she was a pothead at 13 when she got started. I don't know. But yeah. uh, she posted the clip, and uh, earlier this year, before she had revealed uh, the blonde hair, she teased a big change to her fans, saying after her Apple TV Plus documentary, The World's a Little Blurry, came out, she would be starting a new era. She said, I'm changing it after the doc comes out. Mm. It will be the end of an era. I'm going to give you a new era. Harper's Bazaar notes that although fans are probably most familiar with her acid green strands, she's a natural blonde, though the, she's had uh, silver, violet, black, and blue hair in the past. I would have thought she was a brunette. How about that? Shows you how wrong we are. Yep. All right, what does natural blonde mean? Does that mean... Doesn't like... mean what she has. <laughs> That's bleach blonde. Okay. Right. Yep. No, no one has a bleach blonde look naturally. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. But, like, all right, so if you have, like, blonde eyebrows and... Do you know who's, like, I know is a perfect... I was just having this conversation. If you watch American Housewife, the uh, the daughter on that who's in the uh, the zombie, zombie series for Disney, mm-hmm. she has blonde hair and brown <clears throat> eyebrows. Casey, but you're asking what a natural blonde means? Yes. It means you don't have to dye your hair to get it blonde. Okay. Right? All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. It's just naturally blonde. Okay. Did you think it meant something else? Well, listen, I I just wasn't sure if, like, every, as they say, the carpet matches the drapes, right? And okay, usually so don't. if they have blonde pubes, that's uh, that's an indication you're a natural blonde. What about ass hair? I don't, well, just... I don't think so. I don't think that's the case. Not always. Yeah. yeah. It okay. isn't. Yeah. Uh, Wait, right. can I, I just want to say one thing to Steve. Uh, I just had to look this up. Brienne Howie, she's on uh, Ginny and Georgia or Georgia and Ginny. It's on, on Netflix. All right. She, I can't not stare at her deep black eyebrows and her blonde hair in the show. Steve, this yeah. picture isn't even that bad. You you have to no, see the show. Just black eyebrows and blonde hair. I don't understand why why they do that. Why don't they lighten up the eyebrows a little? Is that Okay, yeah. So that's that's just a choice, right? I mean, you, I guess. I, wouldn't you have your? Uh, is it is it a pain in the ass to? Um, no, do, to to dye the eyebrows. Right. No, not okay. really. I mean, no. If you're doing the whole head. Yeah, some people just get it done like at the salon. They, you know, you can go to special eyebrow places. Obviously, like but, uh, King of Brows. <laughs> yes, like the Eyebrow King and uh, Ashley. Yes. Uh, yes, it does a better job than that stupid king. Can I go back to this? <laughs> Why not? There's a text that says, I have blonde hair and black pubes. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. There you go. But you're a natural blonde. If your hair, the hair on top of your head, head yeah. is blonde and you don't have to dye it, you're a natural blonde. Okay. So. Is it possible to be a natural blonde and have black pubes? That's yeah, why yes. I wasn't sure. I just wasn't. I, at a certain point, there's like, okay. <laughs> I just, you know, it was a girl I dated who, like, was just blonde from head to toe. And she was, was an albino. She was, well, she she had very fair skin. Okay. Um, but, it also changes over years, too. Like, kids can be more naturally blonde, and then right. it gets darker. It's you true. Know, the right. older they get. Right, yep. right, right, right. I was, I had salt and pepper colored hair in uh, high school. Like, I was, had, like, gr- little bits of gray in high school. Right. Yeah. And here I am bald. How are your pubes? <laughs> They're a... <laughs> Blazing yeah. red, blazing red, red. See, fire you engine don't red. Hear that often. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna, we're oh, gonna right. get. I think that happens more often than the blonde. Okay. Uh, what does <laughs> the red? If you have red, red, red pubes, pubes? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Bald head, red pubes. Wait, 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 wait. But what are you saying happens more often? I think that they actually will have some red pubes more often than blonde pubes. <laughs> oh, if they're if you're a blonde, if you're a natural blonde, right? Your pubes might be blonde red. Blonde hair no, at night. No, no, no. If you're a natural redhead, red pubes delight. If you're a natural redhead. More times than not, your pubes are going to be red, too. Right. Oh, Rather okay. than a blonde with, with blonde, blonde pubes. pubes. Okay. <laughs> the, All right. The 
The vag matches the And I'm only basing yes. that on my two red-headed friends. Okay. They have red pubes? How did you guys compare pubes? Both of them, yeah. Wow. Really? Yeah. Are they uh, girls or boys? Girls, girls. Uh, okay. Right. Yeah. Ooh, I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I was like, God. <laughs> I don't look at my pubes. Dude, check out my pubes. I don't want to, Ed. Uh, uh, I just said... I just had male genitalia <laughs> surrounded by a thick yeah. red fur popping in my mind when you brought that up, and it's not something I want to think about this morning. Yeah. But nonetheless, it may be something perfect for you, the listener at home. Right. I do not know. Hey, you look like Simba down there. Let's do the clips. All right. <laughs> in the Courier, a British businessman. <laughs> is recruited into one of the greatest international conflicts with the hopes of preventing nuclear confrontation. In this clip, Benedict Cumberbatch uh, talks about the challenges in balancing his character on screen. Here we go. It's something I was kind of acutely aware of having to craft throughout the whole film and really track because, you know, he goes from being slightly dismissive of even the idea to being someone who's fairly professional at spycraft and, and his job to being... A sort of all-out hero trying to save his friend. Doesn't he talk funny? Uh, the Courier <laughs> is in theaters now, by the way. Doctor Strange, uh, they've started uh, production on the second one. Excellent. Moving along. You know, as I go Every now and then I fall into a, uh, uh, a YouTube hole of, of Benedict Cumberbatch because he has so many great impressions. But one of the things that kind of makes me cringe is there are loads of loads of clips of him on shows where they're and and in uh, roundtables and stuff right, like that, right, right. where they're asking him to go through all his impressions, and I feel like don't do that to him anymore. Uh, Leave right. Benedict alone. All right, now we're ready for another clip. Soleil Moon Fry yeah. reflects back on her life as a young Hollywood star in the documentary Kid Ninety, and here Soleil talks about. How looking back at the footage had changed her perspective on life and hopes uh, that it would do the same for the viewers. Here we go. I think one of the things that was so hard to process was the fact that the teen me didn't always see what was going on in the pain of the people around me. And I think that is the same that goes on today. Shut up, dummy. Uh, Kid 90 is streaming now on Hulu, by the way. And there you go. That's what I have for you. Entertainment report this morning. Back from vacation. First one. So there we are. All caught up. You know what else you need to be caught up on? The fact that we're giving away money. Seven times a day. $500. Your chance to win. Seven times a day. Our first one begins in less than an hour. It is called the President Steve Money Clips. It's simple. We give you a keyword. We tell you how to send it in to us. And then you have 15 minutes to wait and see if we choose you randomly. And you might win $500, maybe even 10000 in a grand prize. And I'll get you the details. You can go to WMMR.com if you want to take a peek real quick. But we'll get to it all in a little bit. We'll come back in just a moment. So make sure you stay with us on this beautiful, sunny Monday morning. from Wolfgang Van Halen and Dirty Honey. Plus, Corey Taylor's op-ed on his upcoming tour and see where Dark Side of the Moon lands on a list of impressive historical streaks. Click Contests for your shot at $500. Part of T-Mobile 5G Fridays. Coverage and speed. Who says you can't have it all? T-Mobile. Are you with us? Coming up in the program a little bit later on, uh, fighter Eddie Alvarez is going to be joining us. We also have your first shot at winning $500 out of seven times, not this week, 
today alone seven times. So that's our uh, Presidency Money Clip Contest. And that happens all week long and into next week. And for a little while here, we're going to be doing that. So your chance to win once again. It's easy. We give you the keyword and tell you how to send it in to us. And then you just wait. See if you win. Just a formality, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. So that is coming up at 8. In the meantime, you know, we were off uh, last week. So when we return, there's always some stories here and there, some things that happened during our time off. And we're dying to hear this one from Kathy Romano. So sad. It's not a good one. And, no. and uh, in fact, it's Kathy terrible. used the word on our call last night, traumatized. I'm tell- I was. I still am. I'm having nightmares no. about it. Okay. It's so, it's, okay, let me explain and why it's so uh, sad and difficult for me. So I was fully, 100% attacked by my cat. What? Yeah. Like, had this attack been a dog, the dog would have had to been put down. Okay. Um. Yes. So do you guys remember last Sunday, the Sunday, right, right. The first uh, weekend we were on vacation, there was a storm that came through and there were like 70 mile per hour. Winds. Yeah. 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 Yep. So it came it, it when it happened, it happened out of nowhere. Like I knew it was coming. They kept saying high winds, all of that. But it was a nice day. I had my screen door open. I had uh, or I had all my windows open and I was sitting there watching TV. Cat was sitting on my lap and all of a sudden it just the wind came and it not. I have um, a, a window ledge with all plants on it. All of the plants fell off. And so I jump up. Did they fall into the house or out? Into the house. Yeah, fell in, you know, dirt all over the place. And and the cat, you know, gets freaked out and and jumps off of me. And I yell. And I'm like, oh, you got to be kidding me. Because all the plants fell everywhere. There's now a big mess. So I go over to the door. I shut the door. I close the two windows where the mess is. And I walk away from the mess. I'm like, I'll get to it because all the other windows in the house were open. So I go into the living room uh, to start closing the windows and I shut the first window and I feel like scratches on my leg and I turn around and it's her. And I'm like, what are you doing? And I sure I I, I kick her away and uh, she doesn't go away. So now she and I see her. All her hair is up. Her eyes looked oh. so strange. They were there. There was no color to them. The pupil right. of the eye was huge, huge, taking Both in eyes. as much light yeah. as they can. They're ready to attack. It yeah. was. Yeah. It was very scary. And I was like, Oh my god! And uh, and I and so she doesn't like loud noises. She doesn't like loud people. If somebody comes over and they're loud, she hides. So I know that this is what it was. It was the probably the plants falling. It was me yelling yeah. at the plants. It was all of that and. But when I shooed her, she didn't go anywhere. She came back at me. She latched onto my leg. She bit uh, bit my leg, scratched uh. me. Again, I get her off. And now I'm now I, I don't know what to do because she's not going away. So I start walking over towards um, a, a, like a, a little love seat that I have, which has another window that needs to be shut. I'm thinking you're going to go away now. Nope. She jumps back on me. So four times she's latched onto my leg, biting through my pants into my skin. Whoa, my God. I'm now, I have to, I don't know what to do. So I jump up on the couch in the corner of the room and I'm high, I'm, I'm away from her. I'm turned away from her because I don't want her to jump up like on top of yeah, you know, sure. my Get face. face. Or my, yeah. So now I can't see anything. I don't, you know, I know she's, I, and I'm kind of trying to look out of the corner of my eye. She's still there, like ready to pounce on me. She's not moving away. I take the big, huge pillow from yeah. the couch and throw it at her. And all, I'm still thinking in my head, like, I don't want to hurt her. I don't want to like punt her across the yeah, room. She's yeah. little, oh, you know? Yeah, I would. Is she a kitten? I, 
No, uh, they're three. Just a young cat. Okay. Yeah. Meanwhile, right. the other cat, by the way, is just sitting there, like staring yeah. at me, like Eating nothing's popcorn. wrong. Uh, yeah, yeah like see. nothing is wrong at all. I'm like, can you help? Can you get her? So I'm now. I'm screaming. I'm screaming in the corner, crying, like yeah. whole thing. And when it was over, I was like, I was so sad. She's the one that will snuggle up with me in bed. She wakes me up in the morning. She'll get like right in my face. Her little wet yeah. nose wakes me. Like she's. So sweet. And up until uh, that happened, I would have never thought twice about her uh, hurting anybody or or her around kids or anything like that. Um, She, like I said, she gets spooked. If there's loud noises, she'll hide. But, like, she's never scratched anybody. She's, like, nothing. And this was a full-on attack. My... And and I, you know, of course I read up on it, um, but apparently like 50% of cat bites will get infected. Yes. Right. So now my cat scratch fever is a real thing. Okay. So now my leg is infected oh. in two spots. Oh. Wow. Really? Yep. Uh, and I, Dr. Mike's like, you have to go on this uh, specific medicine, which makes me sick. Yeah. Uh, so now I'm on medicine that makes me feel terrible. And yeah. And I. It, a lot of people don't know that Ted Ninja was a veterinarian. Well, yeah. Went into yeah. Um, so. Yes, like I was, I really was traumatized by this, like my, this thing that I love, that you love I dearly. care of every single day. Like I couldn't believe that she, I felt like being like, it's me. What are you doing? It's right? me. Just remember, just remember mm-hmm. again with there, I, I have nine, I've had many cats. I've had very aggressive cats that we've been fostering. They are ultimately animals and they react in ways there are animals that freak the hell out during lightning storms mm-hmm. and things of that nature where they um, used to have neighbors down the road who had a, a dog who would basically, like, try to attack them. It would become so terrified of lightning and thunder that they had to, like, close it in a room because it became so mm. aggressive. The, the cat's response, like, you you, you did the, the CSI on it. It's true. All that noise probably I, yeah. sent the, the cat into a state of panic. But it's hard to think... This little cuddle bug of yours could could get that way, but it, you know that that's. And if you would see the bite marks, I mean, like yeah. the scratch marks, where I could get away with that. There's the, scratch marks. This is a. I have a long cut down my arm. This is just from my cat jumping off my arm. Yeah. So like I have those all all down yeah. my leg, the scratch marks, but the bite marks, like she went into my skin like yeah. four different times. And I, you didn't punch her at all. I a case I gave her like the first time I gave her a little kick to like sure yeah. not no, in no way did it hurt her at all but mm-hmm. you're just brushing her away brushing yeah, her away but yeah. she like it was that was also what was so weird about it was that I couldn't shoo her for somebody that is like she is a scary cat like she'll hide I'm like why are you not running and hiding like, I mean she could have thought in all that cacophony that occurred when it occurred she could have thought that you were a- attacking. And so in her, it's a cat. It's an animal. It doesn't. So there's a fight or flight. There's a. So she may have passed that fight or flight, and now it became I've got to fight to live. And yeah. you were the object. But, and it was, you were the aggressor. And so she goes. There's classic footage of a um, of a guy talking about. Pet Adoption Week. It's a, I think it's a deputy. <laughs> yeah. And he's oh, got and the, yeah, the yeah. cat, and the cat does exactly what you're talking about. Up the inside of the leg, <laughs> biting on a leash, balls. right? Yeah, on his leash. <laughs> yeah. And the cat, I mean, that's the way they get yeah. if they're scared crapless. Well, and but, I but know that it was. I, I feel I, so bad for you. I, listen, I was and I was on the phone with Doctor Mike, and he's like, "Are you are you crying?" 
And yeah. I was like, Aww. yes. And he's like, over the cat? And I was like, well, this is just like the icing on the cake. Like, yeah. this is my animal, this, yeah. this thing that I take care of. And, but I, it, what you're right, Steve. Like, I know it was me yeah. that yelled yeah. that it, it was the wind, it was all of the stuff crashing down. And then it was me yelling that I guess she looked at me. Mm. As the aggressor, are you guys but, cool now? Like, is the, did the cat ever? Yeah. Well, she she hid for the rest of the night, um, and then Jason and I went away for three days, so we weren't home. And when we came back, and I don't know, it's probably yeah. in my head, but I'm like, she's not like she's coming over to me, but she's not doing her like super sweet. Like it's almost like she knows, yeah, and she's like, I, I need to ease back into this but it was weird it was Would like have been better if you came home and she'd prepared dinner uh, something yeah. my god or yeah yeah learned how to scoop <laughs> her own litter right. or something look i bought you some succulents but it uh, was, it, she looked possessed it yeah. was it no was when you see a cat bizarre. when you see cats go at it you know when they're when they're i've seen my share i've i had to i had a cat that was she was pregnant uh, uh, no she had just had had kittens she was defending her kittens i was coming in we were fostering this this animal and her kittens to try to get them to a, to a safe place in you know down the road so the kittens could be self-sustaining and the mom could be adopted i literally kathy had to go in with like long pants a winter coat and i was wearing welding Those gloves, gloves yeah. and and i had like 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 a mask because i would have to just grab the cat hold it out <laughs> like i was holding uranium away from my body it was the only way to get anything done we got a number of calls coming in but first we got to go to the good doctor kathy because he wants to uh address this so from uh, fox 29 and pen medicine dr mike serigliano hey! is online hey dr mike Kathy, yes. what were you supposed to do? No, it was I know what you're going to say. It wasn't what I was supposed to do. You said you can call me tomorrow morning. No, I, I said you will call me. <laughs> I hate calling Dr. Mike on the weekends because oh I feel like... I, listen, I know, but he works hard all week long. No. And if, does if I, disease... Excuse me. Does disease care that it's a holiday? I know, I know. That it doesn't care? Well, so I would have called you, you had it, if it was worse or I didn't oh think it was getting God. better. No, you're killing me. He was literally <laughs> yelling at me. He's like, you need to go to the ER. If if this gets worse, you're going to the ER. Oh, my God. You never could. So how are you? Are you getting better? Yes, I, I think that it's getting better. My leg you doesn't think? feel okay. like it's going to fall It's off. not going to fly with Dr. Mike. Think doesn't fly. <laughs> well, oh, my God. All right. Well, after the show, you're going to call me, right. and you're going to make sure that we're on the same page here. Take some uh, pictures Because cat bites can be very serious, yeah. and uh, you, you, you're, you're taking the medicine I gave you, right? which is augmentin, amoxicillin, clavulinic acid. That is a broad-spectrum antibiotic that is very important for animal bites because of its wide-spectrum treatment. That's the important thing. So All it right. makes me feel terrible, and Dr. Yeah. and Dr. Mike knows that, and he's like, you got to suck it up. Like, you have well, to just take it. I mean, there are other options, but that's the one that we really want to use. And, and, and look, call me later. When I heard, you know, I'm, t- I'm already with patients, but you're, you're, I'm hearing you, and you're killing me. You're yeah, killing me. Yeah, yeah, just take his advice and, and learn. And, and Dr. Wink, anything else you should do? Should she stop doing well, tuna? Well, I told her to use Hippocleanse, which is an antibacterial oh. soap to use uh, with some uh, warm water mixed 50-50 to, to kind of just uh, uh, make sure that we cleanse the area. But, I okay. mean, this is something you cannot no. take lightly because it can be very, very serious. It's true. Yeah. yeah, that that soap that he's talking about. I mean, it's like it's no joke. 
Some people will use. Remember, there. I, I used to know this woman, and Doctor Mike. Perhaps you can verify this. She would use like like clinical medical grade disinfectant that's, soap. That, that's what this stuff is. Like I think. like like that was her regular soap, and it no, ended no, up no, screwing no, no. things up. You don't want to do new. Yeah. New. Okay. You don't want to, especially the components like triclosan and stuff. You create antibiotic resistance. But you look. You you you. In in a case like this, you want to make sure and jump on this, like the cat did. By the way, what did I tell you? And Shall we tell you? I told put the cat down. He goes I'm get sorry, rid of it. Steve. I love you, it. man. But you know, I would have bit the cat. Cat bites me, I'm biting the cat. I would punch okay. it in the face. It was so I, scary. I, and you think like this little thing, you can you can handle it. it right. w- uh, oh, at yeah. this time, I've, I've, had, I a leg, like, I've, I've had a cat attached to my leg before, and you know, grab him by the scruff to try and get him off there. It's like this thing's not coming off. Well, like, you, yeah. you also <laughs> you run a twofold risk because their their claws, as you know, yes. curl. Yeah. So if you try to extract them that <laughs> way, gonna you're going to make it worse. Steve, I always think of the old uh, Looney Tunes. Uh, it's essentially just like a <laughs> mini tornado with yeah. just a oh, claw oh, sticking oh, out oh, every oh, now oh, and then oh, with claws, and you just throw it over there and it gets into so. So right. you recommend that Kathy put the cat down? Is that what you're saying? Because I no, disagree I'm with that. Yeah. I'm kidding. I, right. Look, I yeah. love cat. I have a cat. The cat seems to love me most when it's getting fed. It yes. Loves, you know, yeah. It gives me these eyes. All right. But well, anyway, I'm uh, more into... Uh, uh, I, 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 you're you're more into beast, yeah. <laughs> yeah oh my God. They don't bother me. I don't bother them. They look <laughs> okay. Kids are kids. You can just send away, right? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, you Doctor Mike. Can't, can't put your cat in military school. Yeah. yeah. I'll call you. I, I love you. I love, love you, yeah. Doctor Mike Sariglia. Yeah. When uh, when animals go into attack mode, like you can't like. <laughs> I just turned it off. I was like, <laughs> I'm done with this. Done guy. with this. Um, you. I love it, you. It's hard. I mean, it's like, you know, I, listen, I haven't been in a street fight, but like. You've been in a cat fight. I've been in a cat fight. Yeah. No, but um, you, they, they turn into something different. And you're like, oh, how do I react well, to this? Like, you're, which, what you're doing is this. You're, yes. Yeah. We're applying our, our human contextual way we approach aggression. You can't right. reason to an, with... to an animal yeah. that thinks, right. I'm li- I'm in this wonderfully clean home. <laughs> right. And this and woman this now has become, is going to try to kill me. My, the woman I thought was my mother yes. is now going to assassinate me. I've got to kill her first. Yes. I gotta well, get her and first. Steve, I was saying things. I was like, what yes. are you doing? Right. Why are you doing this to right, me? Right. I'm still yelling at me. <laughs> well, and you're right, Casey. I thought yeah. about it. I was like, you were were still making noise. You were continuing to yeah. freak her out. So okay, I, I, and I have a question about this. But also, there's no referee there, right? There, you know. So no, there was a badger. Uh, there yeah, was a badger. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. okay. In this corner. <laughs> but um, so like, all right. Uh, when you, I, I wonder about this. If I smile at my dog, okay. I'm I'm essentially showing my dog my teeth, and that from dog to dog is a sign of aggression. This guy and, needs dental work. <laughs> I do, I do. But uh, please don't. Do judge. you think this the act of smiling? No, that's something to consider. It depends. Animals read the things we display in different ways, obviously. Right. And there's something, but I don't think I think Kathy's layout case: glass breaking, the wind, yeah. screaming, door closing. She's up and moving around, and the and the cat's like, oh, oh okay, oh, I gotta kill this. It's, thing. it's go time. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I want to, uh, I want to go to some uh, calls here. I'm going to go to uh, Anna. Hey, Anna. Good morning. Good morning, it. Hey, good, good morning, morning it. it to you. What's up, Anna? Oh man, my cat, my sweetest cat, the sweetest cat, uh, ran away when I got a puppy for like two days. I 
saw her outside, ran to get her. I'm like, oh, come on in, baby. It's okay. She honks down on my hand with her teeth and for dear life. And I'm like, oh, God. So I, I do alcohol on it. I do hydrogen peroxide. I went to the I, the urgent care. I got antibiotics that night. It was hot, swollen, and a red line went up my arm. Whoa. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Red line. I, yeah, that's, red line. That's the, um, um, yep. you're having an infection. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, so Cat scratch uh, fever, baby. Ooh. Yep. And I, I knocked on my daughter's door. I go, I'm going to go to the hospital. I'll call you in the morning. Because she's, you know, 17 at this point. So I was in the hospital two and a half days. They had to change antibiotics. And two and a half days. Trip. Wow. So, so two what, and a half days. What were you clinically diagnosed with? Do they it just, cat, cat scratch fever? Cat scratch fever. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. it. The the doctors that handle that tend to be more rocking. If you notice that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So hot. You got cat scratch fever, baby. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Anna, never... did 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 the did the cat end up coming home as a pet? Oh, after yes. okay, so she. In the world, okay. like, she just was scared to death of the new puppy and just decided, I'm just gonna bite mom. Wow. Yeah, well, yeah, like yeah, two the, days, man. Thanks, Anna. The redness yeah. that when you know it's turning into an infection, like it, it was so weird and nasty. It got beet red, it was hot, it was itchy, and mine was like it started to form, like it almost felt like there were like rocks in there. Like it was, was there hard. Pus? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, it was yeah. disgusting. What did yes. it taste like? If Stop. you uh, <laughs> if you work at a vet's office, is this a daily occurrence? You know that like do you have to deal with angry cats oh, and like yeah. cat scratch fever. They wear the- those gloves. Th- those gloves are no joke. Yeah. Like- so the cat that did this, it's Hubert. He's a big, lovable lug, and he's I have a big long line. I'm describing on because <laughs> you can't see it on the radio, but it's about about three inches. He was just rolling off, and then just to stabilize himself, as I was holding him. He his nail caught, and that was just passively sliding across my my arm. By the way, I think that when we return for vacation, we should share our scars with yeah, each other. Yeah. Because <laughs> I oh, oh yeah yeah, okay. yeah I got a, I got I got a nasty one from my uh, I don't know if you can see that I can. There's a big bruise on your elbow. Oh, yeah yeah, man. and it's uh yeah these are the cuts. You're that was that was a mountain lion. Your right? forehead healed up nicely. Yes, pre vacation scar. Yeah. But there are three of us that return from vacation <laughs> with scars. I think we should definitely compare those. I'll, I'll uh, explain this later on what happened to me, but uh, let me go to, wow, okay, let me go to Robin. Hi, Robin, good morning. Good morning, guys. Good How morning. are you? Great, Robin, what's up? <laughs> well, funny cat story. I've had cats all my life, kind of like Steve, I'm a cat lady. Yep. Um, it was the morning after I have a, an attack cat, <laughs> pretty much, and I was trying to let my friend sneak out, shielding her between me and the cat. He bit me. And I've got bit before, but this was like full teeth sinkage. Yeah. And next thing you know, it wasn't healing up. A couple days later, my friend's wedding was next week. I'm like, I'll go to the, I'll go to the doctor. We get her. Go to the doctor. She takes a look at it. She's like, oh. Walks out the room. Goes get another doctor. She's like, um, you see all that? That's dead tissue. You need oh. to go to a plastic surgeon. I'm like, what? You had to go to a plastic surgeon. Wow. Oh, so 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 you had like necrotized. Yes. Oh my god. Okay. It was like it was like a circle, and it just kept getting bigger. I'm like, why is this stuff all yellow? And I was like, why isn't this thing healing? Robin, so so how how extensive was that plastic surgery? Well, it was. It didn't. Luckily, it didn't get really big. Um, Yeah. It was probably the size of a dime, but he was like, yeah, you see all that? We're going to dig all that out. <laughs> <laughs> now, look, yeah, that, that's that's great. why after, and, and this, uh, Robin, you can test it, you get a scratch, you get anything, a bite, even something that seems benign, 
just remember that the cat has been also walking around in cat box and and you know that yeah. sort of there so there's there are things on the nails that can that can infect make sure you clean out any sort of scratch or wound uh immediately robin do you have a do you have a scar from that now Oh yeah, scars still there. Absolutely. Wow. Okay. Jesus. All right. Thanks for the heads up. But I love my cat. Yes. Sure you do. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right. Bye. Uh, let me go to. Okay. We have a we have a vet tech on the line. It's Alex. Hi, Alex. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Hey. So, uh, cat scratch fever. You're very familiar with it, right? Oh yeah. No, it's t- it's totally tr- like real. I mean, we deal with freedom cats as we call them so our little feral friends all the time and like you do not want to get bit by one of those just because a cat bite is so much worse than a dog bite wow <laughs> so much worse does anybody at work ever get sick from that um i mean yes actually recently one of our doctors had to get on iv um antibiotics wow. because he got bit by a, one of our freedom cats but when you're working with them constantly you do have to you know use a lot of protection so cat gloves got cat muzzles just because you really don't want to risk getting bit by one of those guys. Now, and Nick was asking, is that like a is that a daily uh, you know uh, thing that can happen? You know, at least they they, they try to, to to bite or scratch you. Oh yeah, I mean if it's a if it's a feral cat, I mean fight or flight is their yeah. only. Hmm. Even domesticated cats, I'm sure. Well, you like, like into the, the issues, yeah, yeah. In this case, so so would you say, as with your experience, uh, Alex, that that Kathy just had a the perfect storm of the worst stuff that could happen in a cat's mind and saw her as a potential attacker? I w- I'm sorry, Kathy. Your cat probably thought you were trying to kill her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. It's just scary. Like, you know, like I said, I was looking at her like, no, it's me. What are you doing? Stop it. Uh, the cat's probably only ever seen that kind of reaction if Kathy had to pay shipping. And, <laughs> and you know probably had to freak her out. You know what's wild about vets is is when you when you take your pets, or at least in my, my uh, uh, experience has been, when you take your pets and, and the vet is... You know, doing a check on them yeah. and, and handling parts of their bodies where I'm like, my cat wouldn't even let me do that. And they're, you're doing it so confidently yeah, and yeah. they're just letting you do that. Yeah. There's some kind of connection going on there. I don't know what it is. Yeah. And I also think that, like, one of the biggest tools that we have in vet medicine is knowing the signs of aggression, you know, because it's never just a, oh, let's start fighting. That's right. not right. a reaction, you know. It's, it's like with humans. It depends. If you go up to a stranger and you put you insert your finger rectally, it depends on how you do it. <laughs> right. Stop. Some might be okay yeah, yeah, with yeah, that. Yeah. Alex, what should I have done? Like, if it ever happens again, what am I supposed to do? So I don't know in your situation that just happened to you if there's really anything you could have done to prevent that. You know, I mean, once the cat is in attack mode, it's in attack mode. But I think, like... Backing away, not making eye contact definitely helped you out a little bit. Even though she was still there, obviously she stopped attacking you once you, you cornered yourself, I yeah. guess. Okay. All right, what about mid-attack? Kathy's got the, the cat attached to her leg, holding on, biting. What What do you do? What do you do, man? At that point, you do the scruff. Unfor- I, we hate doing the scruff on cats, but if they are straight-up attack mode, you got to do the scruff. Yeah. Wait, what is that? Those, you grab, you the, grab them by the back, back of their neck, that skin, yeah. and it can kind of yeah. immobilize them. You know, they, mm-hmm. they, they yeah. freeze it, up. It can also, uh, and you'll you'll agree to this as well, uh, Alex, if you, if you do that and you pull up and they're dug in, mm-hmm. you, it's, it's, it's hard. It, it's, but you, you <laughs> got to be tough. Yeah. The but they're, you, when that happens also, that sort of a maternal thing, uh, they're, they'll be carried like that when they're kittens. And it, does that calm them down as well to some extent? 
So we don't like to go, you know, right off to scrapping them just because if they're larger, the yeah. weight can actually cause some nerve damage. But if they're attacking, you, yeah. you scrub them and you hold them right down to the ground. Okay. okay. All, All right. right. Thank you, Alex. We appreciate the yeah. tips. Yeah, have a great day, guys. Oh, you too. See ya. Uh, let me see here. Oh, yeah, let me go to... This is interesting. I'm going to go to Blair. Hi. Uh, Blair, good morning to you. Morning. What's up, Blair? So I had the same thing um, happen to me as Kathy's cat over a period of months. My cat would, like, get this crazed look in his eye. Um, like, he didn't even know who I was. Um, pupils blown. And a lot of times I would be actually in bed. And he would attack. No, that's terrible. Yeah, like attack my shoulder, like bite in, hold down. Like I was, I was so, like I didn't know what to do. I I saw a number of behavioral specialists, um, and everybody advised me to put him down. Um, He's still alive, and basically the end result was um, drugs. Like he, you're taking them. <laughs> I, I now, yeah, I'm now a heroin, heroin regular, so the bites oh, yeah. don't hurt yep. as much. Yes. No, no, but what? So, so they had to put him on drugs. Yes, he's on two different kinds of drugs, and he is like he has always been the sweetest cat until like his little switch was flipped. You know. So, Are, do the drugs involve like mood stabilizers or anything like that? Um, yeah, it's basically it's like, like a seahorse yeah. party. Seahorse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Seahorses forever. Seahorses forever. <laughs> Little bags. Just like that. <laughs> Look at my paw. Ooh. Um. So. So. Yeah. Sometimes they'll give cats Valium and things like that. Uh, you um, know what? I've yeah. actually had, believe it or not, and there are subtleties. I actually had a cat behaviorist come over to the house. We had one issue where a cat was, you know, of nine. We had uh, marking, and and uh, there are there are people who can help you adjust. Even the way the furniture's laid out and things in the house and, and that, that where a cat can believe it has methods of egress where they can, you know, leave a room and, and they feel safer because of it. If you're going to make the investment in the animal, I, I get it. But it, I know it just breaks your heart, Blair, that you have this cat that you love and, and you oh, go absolutely. through this. Is, is it better now? It is so much better. Okay. But, um, I ended up like crunching the drugs up in his food and every so often when he's not in the mood and he doesn't eat, <laughs> I'm worried. Mother, I want to F you. Yeah. <laughs> this uh, is the end. Wow. Thank My you. beautiful friend. Thank you, Blair. Yeah. Appreciate it. I uh, just crapped a message to you in my kitty box. <laughs> <laughs> it says, it out. fade into the light. <laughs> Mother. He is the mouse king. I love your succulents. By the way, this text says. I love your arts and crafts. This text says, uh, my nipples got darker when I got cat scratch fever. How are Kathy's? <laughs> Get the hell out of here. <laughs> I'd like to point out that every single call that came in was from a female. Uh, and I wonder if there's a, uh, bizarrely, a connection to that. I don't uh, know. Is this our own little sample here? Probably not at all. But... I think it's because you guys know how to fight. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that it? <laughs> you want a piece of me? <laughs> Uh, here, let me go to, uh, well, we have Kat on the line. Hey, Kat, good morning. Hi, good morning. Hey, what's up, Kat? Hi, I just wanted to, you know, have a little feeling circle here. That's probably why the girls are good. What's up, ladies? Because uh, it is traumatizing. Um, It it can be the sweetest cat in the world. My cat did that when he got spooked 
we got a new kitten. He was actually scared of the kitten. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and the kitten scared him. And then uh, I thought mm. he was going to attack her. So I picked her up and he started climbing up my leg. And then he bit into me and I started screaming. And that made that makes it so much worse. Yeah. Cat, so, so that's that. No, that it's the classic scenario. I've had it dealing with all the charity work that my wife does, and all the feral cats that we've had, or or, or cats that are you know that that are that have psychological issues. And man, it's like you have those moments where you're petting, hey, hey, buddy, hey, buddy, <sighs> clamp, yeah, and it's like ah, and then but it's your natural reaction to do it, even though it's the worst thing, right? Mm-hmm, absolutely. Yeah. And so uh, the scruff works. My husband heard me screaming, comes out running. It's early in the morning. He just picks the cat up by the neck and throws him in the other room. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, that's all you had to do. That, that was easy. <laughs> wow. Yeah. He's a cat. <laughs> but I, I went to work. I was like, oh, cat bites aren't, aren't a thing. So I went to work, and then my pants started, like, bulging. They got so infected. So wow. going to a, a doctor immediately was definitely a better option than just going to work. And did you have to Jeez. do a series of antibiotics, cat? Oh, yeah. Wow, man. Okay. It's heavy duty. Thanks, Listen, Kat. but it's sage advice to be aware. Any sort of scratch or any sort of bite, put some neosporin in it, get it cleaned as quickly as you can. But to what Kat had to say, and, and Kathy, when your furry member of the family yeah. there shows their feral side, it's scary. Yeah. Oh, and and oh. I've had it happen with both cats and dogs, where it's like, you know, with, with a dog, you know, your pet dog will see something that's got it all excited, and you can't. Where normally you can you can have a little discussion with your pet yeah, yeah, and talk yeah. to them and they they are you don't even exist. It, it goes they, to they, the animal. They've gone boom to it, their animal instincts and it freaks you out a little bit. You and know? It's, but it's but the thing is it's it is it's a natural part of the, yeah. You know, you're that's why that's why it kills me, Preston. When you get people who do get legitimate forest type feral creatures, oh, and yes. If you realize what happened with a cat, yeah, imagine yeah. you have a puma in your Seriously. living room. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Seriously, now they can yeah. just switch, change on you like it's, that. It's part of what it is, wow. you know? All right, interesting. Well, that was Kathy's vacation. <laughs> We need to take a break because we want you to win $500. We'll come back with our first run at Preston and Steve's Money Clips. Get ready. We'll come back in the Bizarre File as well. Stay put. Do you or someone you love suffer from PWS, pathetic wardrobe syndrome? WMMR is here to help. A pretend clinical fake study we totally made up shows a visit to the WMMR.com rock shop may reduce PWS with lots of items made to brighten and improve your quality of life. Current and vintage design station tees, Preston and Steve Gadzooks gear, Pierre coffee cups, ball caps and beanies, Jackson Jeep Club travel mugs, Jackie Bam Bam's vampire wall clock, the new Brent Porsche fleece and polo, and more. Available now to end pathetic wardrobe syndrome. Side effects may include feelings of euphoria, uncontrolled fits of joy, and the urge to hug your postal delivery person. But, well, uh, not just yet. Ask your doctor if the WMMR Rock Shop is right for you. And they'll probably ask why you're asking them that. Shop now at WMMR.com and say goodbye to pathetic wardrobe syndrome, which may or may not actually be a thing. MMR rocks your wardrobe. All right, let's share some stories now. Bizarre. WMMR presents Bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, Bizarre Final. Brought to you this morning by Natural Lawn of America. Safer for your lawn, kids, and pets. You can schedule their full service program 
and get free seeding every year. Call 800-FREE-SEED. Natural Lawn of America, greener grass, fewer weeds, guaranteed. All right, <clears throat> doctors say that a child in Iraq is the first to be born with three penises. Three penises! Yes. Experts say the boy has a rare... You got the whole weekend covered. A rare condition called trifalia. Man. Uh, the first case ever reported in the world, by the way. Does it say how the penises present? Are they horizontal, vertical? Uh, I've got some details on the penises. The unidentified baby was three months old when it was discovered. Wow. Uh, the child's parents discovered swelling in his scrotum and two skin projections. Further investigation was soon carried out to discover more. Stunned doctors later realized that those skin projections were actually penises two centimeters and one centimeter in length uh and this is uh, you know i'm speaking medically this here is medically yeah with uh, only one of the extra two having a head on it okay uh they then diagnosed the top with the world's first ever case of trifalia uh the boys extra penises were both non-functional yeah. uh so surgery was less complicated because of that uh sometimes in some cultures things like that are perceived as um, like divine intervention. Was there any sort of thing attached to that or just, no. just an anomaly? No. Uh, yeah. Doctors first diagnosed uh, supernumerary penises over 400 years ago after a baby was born with two. The condition is said to affect one in every five to six million births. And around 100 cases of babies born with two penises have been reported, both uh, with both working in some cases. That's amazing. It does happen. Now, yeah. you, listen, you know, your, your mind reels. At the possibility. Yes. You could have a threesome just by having one partner. You could. Yeah. You could easily do that. Uh, a couple who had sex while skydiving have revealed how they ended up in the hospital after he forgot to open his parachute. <laughs> oh, no. Well, you get distracted. <laughs> yeah. William and Leslie have been together for a little over a year when they decided to take part in the high-risk romp. William said, I am uh, an adrenaline junkie, and she's an adrenaline junkie in training, and she loves it, and I love it. Uh, Leslie admits that she's very sexually active, yeah. and all it takes is for William to look at her to get her in the mood. Huh. Uh, when it comes to sex, he said, I come up with the ideas. I come up with a lot of different ways to have sex. So when the couple decided to take part in a skydive, Leslie could think of no better time to join the Mile High Club. You're a complete dirty whore. <laughs> the couple spent their flight kissing to get them in the mood Aww. before throwing themselves out of a plane while having sex in midair may seem tricky, Leslie was confident that they would have no trouble. She said, since we were both wearing baggy shorts, I thought we would just be able to connect without a hassle. That, that, that would seem like difficult and painful, too, with the velocity of the wind. Absolutely. And she was right. The couple fulfilled their wildest fantasy midair, but their lovemaking quickly took a wrong turn. William said, we were having sex. We were making love. The next time I look... At the timer it hits me, we're in trouble. Realizing how close they are to the ground, William deployed Leslie's parachute before releasing his own, which flew up and hit him in the face, oh, man. leaving him in immense pain as he reached the ground. Uh, Leslie said, when I saw him on the ground at first, I thought he was dead. With a searing pain in his groin, William is worried about the future of his sex life. He said, not only might I be done skydiving, I might be done pleasing my woman. Uh, the couple headed straight to the hospital where doctors confirmed that luckily the only thing broken was his nose. The severe bruising on his groin does mean that William will have to lay off getting late for a few weeks. See, you go, you have skydiving sex with me, you'll have more than enough time to pull your shoe. Uh-huh. So uh, apparently he said little buddy is okay. Uh, that, that's, a, that's a risk. And I, mm -hmm. I think just naturally 
flapping would be an issue, wouldn't uh, it? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's why the, the bruising and all that. Yeah. So there you go. A drunk mother got kicked out of a nightclub, then attacked her boyfriend with a hairdryer because he refused to have sex with her. Adriana Sierra. And you're a mother. Adriana Sierra allegedly bludgeoned her boyfriend in the early hours of Sunday after climbing on top of him and demanding sex only to be told no. Uh, She is said to have gone clubbing. Spit that out. While her partner stayed at home to watch their kids, then came home in drunken rage after being kicked out. Sierra's partner said that the noise she was making woke up their children and that she picked up a hairdryer by its cord, striking him several times with the device. Uh, The man, who wasn't named, said Sierra then picked up their daughter and ran to the house next door. Police were called with Sierra claiming that she had suffered domestic violence at the hands of her partner, telling an officer, he just beat my ass. (laughs) Asked for further detail, Sierra was allegedly too drunk to make any sense and did not offer a coherent version of events. I'll, I'll tell you what happens. She eventually claimed that her boyfriend had punched her with a closed fist after refusing her sex. Officers then questioned Sierra's partner, who insisted that she was the aggressor and that he had been the victim. Both had injuries, but Sierra was arrested after shouting... Let me back around him and I'll beat his ass again while being questioned by police. Bet you she's a good mother. Uh, Sierra, who has previous arrests for public intoxication and running a red light, has been charged with domestic assault. Is there any chance they can give the kids to the boyfriend? (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) Seems to be taking better care of them. All right, and then uh, finally we'll do one last story and we will go with this one. A man who is performing Botox treatments has been arrested and charged with practicing or attempting uh, to practice medicine without a medical license. Why do they keep demanding a medical license? Director Mike Bruno with the Sheriff's Office called it one of the most bizarre cases he's come across in his career. He received a tip from another law enforcement agency that Nelson Turin was performing Botox treatments without medical license. Now, investigators found several videos online showing Turin injecting clients with Botox and doing other treatments. Detectives came across an advertisement that was called Bubbles and Botox, okay? (laughs) Now, the Botox was for the clients. The Bubbles, that was for the clients and the doctor, Bruno said. Uh, Turin also was consuming champagne and Four loco. Oh, dear. Uh Uh-huh. And he would do this during the patient consultations while he would sit down and have the patient on the table and basically telling them that what he would do or what he would need to do and what kind of services they, that would be provided. My uh, prostate surgeon and I were doing whippets during the procedure. A detective who was posing as a client went to the spa to talk about a Botox treatment. During a consultation, Turin was seen consuming alcoholic beverages huh. for loco. Uh, Turin set up an injection kit, used a marker to identify different areas for an injection, and prepare to perform the treatment. And Bruno said, that's when our other detectives came in and stopped him where he was and arrested prior to doing any of the services on our undercover officer. Botox and bubbles needs to be the theme of our first sorority event. <laughs> yeah. That's not a bad right? idea. It's That's a bad yeah. idea. No, no, no. <laughs> no, you, you clearly don't need, a, drink. you don't need a medical license. <laughs> Turin was charged with three counts of possession and legend uh, and and of possession of legend drugs. I don't know what that means. Without a prescription, with intent to sell or deliver, and leading the public to believe that he was a licensed medical doctor. Have you ever seen pictures of Botox that has migrated uh, oh. in, in people's faces? Botox. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You can move. This is the reason yeah. why I still can't. <laughs> I can't pull myself to do it. Yeah. You end up looking like a Dick Tracy character, Preston. 
All right, and there you go. That is what I have in the B file for you. Uh, reminder, you still have about five minutes left to enter our word uh, for a chance to win with our Presidency Money Clip giveaway. Uh, the word is work. So you have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. Three ways to do it. Through the special contest short code number, which is 45911, or through uh, MMR app, the MMR app, or WMMR.com. And that way you'll be entered to win a $10,000 grand prize. For So again, the word is work. Do this now, and we'll have other chances if you miss out on it, because it happens again at 10, noon, 2, 4, 6, and 8 p.m., and that's every single day, Monday through Friday, this week, next week, and so on, until we tell you otherwise. So it is brought to you by Hyundai City, so good luck to you. We'll get a winner in a little bit. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Love Preston, Steve, and WMMR? Check out WMMR.com for more of everything that rocks. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme has everything you need to prep for this summer season. And now, order all your season essentials online at acmemarkets.com. And an experienced Acme associate will carefully pick and pack your order and bring the groceries right to your car. It's fast and easy with Drive Up and Go at Acme. Visit acmemarkets.com to start shopping now and get $20 off your first online order. Acme, fresh foods, local flavors. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. You know, I love that uh, after a gazillion years together as a show that we can still find things out about each other that we didn't know. Uh, an example of that would be the latest Preston and Steve Daily Rush video. The title is Hold On. Kathy had her nipple pierced. <laughs> and did you see the picture of uh, like the, 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 it's, it's me with my mouth wide open going, what the F are you talking about? And Kathy laughing. Uh, so the description says, what the what? You can watch it now at PrestonandSteve.com, sponsored by Punchline Philly Fishtown's first comedy club restaurant and bar. So that is the latest <laughs> Daily Rush video for you to check out. All right, uh, more from our, our spring break. Kathy had a traumatic uh, accident with one of her pets and uh, nearly killed her. There, listen, there, there's some, some big... Bizarre stuff happened during the time off. So yes, we, it did. We, we, we need to get to it. And we go next to Nick McElwain. <laughs> this story to share. Yeah, vacation. <laughs> I mean, it's legit. Well, mine started off a lot better than uh, better than Kathy's. I went you were the, attacked by a bear. I was not. Yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> no I, I went to the beach for a few days. I love the beach in the off season. I spent some time in Avalon and, and uh, Stone Harbor. Went to Icona Resorts. Uh, they're great. Casey and Preston both recommended them. Yeah. Could not have been nicer. So the, the, it started off great. That was in the early part of the week. And um, it was cold down the shore, but it, you know, it was really pleasant being down there with hardly anyone there. And um, But like, uh, we got back. Uh, it's just me and my girlfriend. And we got back on Wednesday 
and she started having pain in her left arm. And she's been knitting a lot lately. And so uh, she thought, believe it or not, you can actually get tennis elbow from, from knitting. Yes. So she thought, well, maybe, you know, I've just been knitting too much and I need to take a break or whatever. So she stopped and realized uh, a little bit after that that it was not knitting that had caused this pain, but it was, in fact, shingles. Oh! Ah. So it's a, a virus, and Kathy, I believe you had shingles a few no, years ago. I, I never had it. Oh, okay. um, I think they thought it Gunnery. was that. No, and and it ended up not being that. But my brother did have it, and you know he's like a big dude, and he said it was like pain, very. Yeah. That's all I've ever. I, so I was. We were talking about a little bit uh, before the, the show. You remember Letterman was out for an entire week. And I believe the reason why he was out for so long, Steve, was that he waited to get treatment for yeah. it. And so like these blisters start to appear, <sighs> and they started to show up after the pain. So the pain came first, and then the blisters. All right. Okay. So my left elbow hurts. You have oh, shingles. You have shingles. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have shingles? Yeah. No, like three days ago, it started bothering me. Like, I can't pick things up with my left hand. She didn't know and it that feels it was... like, like a tendonitis thing, so like a tennis elbow thing. This is yeah. your left elbow? Your left yeah. arm? Left elbow, yeah. Do you have an invisible cat? No. Okay. <laughs> right. You might have been attacked by an invisible cat. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Leave my cat out of there. Yeah. yeah. When you do some research on WebMD, yeah, invisible, invisible cat, invisible cat. Is really, and yeah. a lot of people just dismiss it. <laughs> All right. No. So how is shingles related to chicken pox? They're related, uh, and I don't know exactly how. I, like, I believe if you... I believe forms of herpes. Yes. yes. Is what they are. And I believe if you've had chicken pox... Oh boy! <laughs> I believe you're you're yeah. more likely to get shingles. Correct. I I have heard that as well. It it lies dormant right. in it's somewhere in on your, your chicken. spine. No, not your so chicken. is it is it a form of the of chickenpox? Is it the same it's thing? A similar it, virus. It's, it's in the same family. Yeah. Okay. So chickenpox. Do not put much stock right. in our. <laughs> no, no, no. I'll tell you, chickenpox, genital herpes, mouth sores, the the that uh, yeah. ser- uh, simplex of herpes, and also shingles are all. Uh, tied together. So oh. I don't know. They're all similar. I do know that, and I'm, I'm um, Dr. Mike has, um, I'm going to get a, a shot that apparently prevents or at least, I hope prevents the damn shingles, but anytime I've heard anyone, and we're talking our friends of the show like Shelly Girl had them uh, or it, uh, and uh, it, er, the description from everyone, very painful, yeah. very uncomfortable. All right, okay. Uh, is it contagious? It is no. not. Oh, no, it no, isn't. No. no, and I asked that because oh. we live together. And, I'm and I was, surprised. Um, yes, so it's the virus that lives within you, and so... Um, from everything that I understand, that you can't, I can't get it from her. There is a kink called a shingle liquor spread. <laughs> well, you can only get it from can... yourself? Uh, yes, because of the virus. Uh, I don't know, Case. I don't know exactly how you get it. We're all pre-law. Um, <laughs> people get shingles when the varicella zo- zoster virus, which oh, causes yeah. chickenpox, reactivates in the body after they have already had chickenpox. So you cannot get shingles from someone who has shingles. There's and I, I've had okay. chickenpox. Have you had chickenpox? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so yep. she's been... Uh, it, it just, for her, it got progressively worse. So it started off with this thing that felt like tennis elbow, and then the blisters. And, and that the... was from knitting? Oh no. Knitting? 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 I just had to what get the use out of that clip. It's from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's like a giant cable knit sweater. <laughs> so. Sorry. No, no, no. So it started uh, not from knitting. Um, but from knitting, that. <laughs> knitting, knitting, and then the blisters, <laughs> blisters started uh, started showing up on her arm, and then <laughs> knitting spread up her arm, and then moved into her armpit. Oh, oh man. 
Yeah. See, that's that. Yeah. So that again, I I don't know why I, the the whole Letterman scenario so emblazoned in my mind, but I remember that he he described that and and the pain of just lifting the arm, like yep. you when you had the uh, MRSA, Preston. Yeah. And uh, so she we went to uh, or she went to the urgent care yesterday, got some meds, and uh, but has been laid up ever since. And it's you know it, it's she's in a lot of pain right now. I did feel you really burn the, knit, the knitting stuff? I hope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pull the knitting. Hey, I'll have this all come full circle because you mentioned when I had that in my armpit, the the MRSA thing. That, if you recall, when when I when I had that little mystery ailment at first. Uh, callers were a few people that said it might have been cat scratch fever. Ah. And that is a similar, and Nick had pulled up the Wikipedia article earlier, and we were talking about Kathy getting uh, in this infection from her, her cat biting and scratching her, um, is a symptom of cat scratch fever. Your, your lymph nodes somehow or another become irritated. That's effed up. And so, so mm. just to bring that all And at the time, around. you were knitting a cat bed, right? Yes. <laughs> knitting! <laughs> knitting! Knitting! <laughs> but now... I think I said left side originally, but it's, it's her right side. It Now oh, it's okay. all up and down her right side. Oh, so it's man. Just, and those nerves are all connected. Oh. So, yeah. like, she's just having to deal with the crap all over that, but just the one side of her body, which is also bizarre. Okay, are we staying on only shingles here? Because I have a couple of other Well, questions. we can move to aluminum siding. <laughs> <laughs> I would go with vinyl siding. Aluminum yeah. siding, that tends to... Break face. Rust and yeah. Bre- yeah, yeah, and dents okay. and stuff like that. Uh, no, 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 because... Um, Back to shingles. <laughs> Uh, no, rash. Have you guys ever heard of keto rash by any chance? What is that? How do you Ke- spell it? Uh, I believe the same way keto diet, like oh, K-E-T-O. Okay. Keto rash. And uh, so I believe you can get a keto rash from ha- being on a strict keto diet. And it is a rash. It's it's not contagious. Is it painful? Uh, it's itchy, I believe. Well, uh, the, like shingles is painful. Yeah, there's a, from what I understand, shingles, you get these little, like, shocking uh, sensations, well, almost like. Yes, the, your yeah. nerves are on fire. Are she they feels not? like she's getting I mean, stung by bees over yeah. and over again. There yeah. you go. Yeah, oh, you get man. these, they're not tingles. They're, it's more like, like pinpricks and things like that. You get that sensation and on it, your skin. It happens in waves. Like, she'll, <clears throat> she'll be fine for a stretch, but she's got these ice packs that she's ordered. And yeah, it's just, See, the it keto sucks. rash is, you, there, it's not as. Uh, detrimental, and you fart cotton candy. <laughs> well, uh, so right. you shark cotton candy, essentially. Would you like me to read this article? Please. Uh, it says, this is not a common problem, meaning a keto rash, okay. on low-carb or keto, but for the few people experiencing it, it can be annoying, itching. Um, the itching, sometimes called the keto rash, can be troublesome, sometimes even interrupting sleep. The itching and rash are almost always symmetrical on both sides of the body. Huh. And most often develops over the chest, back, armpit, sometimes in the neck. Uh, what is the reason for the problem? How can it be cured? It says here there are many posts about this online and many different theories. So, uh, See Pornhub.com. I guess you could go look at Pornhub. <laughs> um, I don't know about that, but I want to go back to uh, Shingles here. We have uh, Ben, who is a professor. Hi, Ben. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. How hey, are you guys doing? Wonderful. Today? Ben, what, what are you a professor of? So I teach uh, medicinal chemistry. Uh, in fact, I'm actually beginning to teach the medicinal chemistry of antibiotics, antiviral agents. Oh, uh, at the university where I teach. Wow. Okay. So, uh, you guys are talking about hmm? yeah, shingles. Uh, shingles falls right in that realm. So yeah. Shingles, uh, herpes, chickenpox. Those are all part of a related family called the herpes virus family. Uh, what a wonderful so, family. <laughs> Sorry. No. What a wonderful family they are, for for sure. Yes. Well. Well, it's actually interesting. There's there's a, the herpes virus that causes cold sores and things like that. There's a herpes virus that causes genital warts and sorry, uh, genital herpes. There's an, an odd kind of herpes virus that exists in rhesus monkeys or uh, a certain kind of primates that is 99% lethal 
uh, to people. So they're all over the place in terms of in terms of their danger. Um, but chickenpox and, and shingles are basically the same virus. And anybody who's had chickenpox is going to be susceptible to having shingles down the road at some point. And right. Ben, so, what, know, the, it, what the doctor told my girlfriend was that um, that this virus has, has lived within her for a while, but um, that it was exacerbated by uh, in, uh, higher stress levels. Is that accurate? Yes, that's that's correct. So, you know, that that's going to be a significant factor in it. You know, it's a, it's a great reason to get the vaccine because shingles sucks no way around it. Yeah, right? so it's so great, it's a great reason. It's a great reason to get your kids vaccinated for for chickenpox because if they get the vaccine, they're never going to get chickenpox itself. Therefore, they won't have shingles when they get older. So, if right? if stress can can make this worse, one might want to take up an activity like knitting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Knitting? Yes, I knitting? So. Yeah, to so, calm yeah, down. You know, like, when you guys were talking about the, the arm hurting, it, it got me thinking because my right arm, I can't pick up a glass without it being hurting because Uh-oh. my elbow really hurts. But my Physician, elbow, heal thyself. Yeah, mm-hmm. all right. So, so, but I mean, now, of course, all the people who are hypochondriacal are going, oh, my God, yeah. they've got shingles. Yeah. Uh, so, so, but it's just is it the actual shot is one shot and then you're good to go? For shingles vaccine? Yes. I believe so. I'm, I'm not an expert in vaccinations, but right. I believe that's correct. But yeah. like I said, you know, this is a reason Whoa. not only to get the vaccine for yourself if you're of my age, I'm 50, 53, but also to get your kids vaccinated for, for her for chickenpox because, yeah. again, they'll never get shingles if they get the vaccine was for the, chickenpox. Was the vaccine available? I was born in 1822, so was it, was it <laughs> no, available? No, the vaccine, the vaccine for chickenpox was only available uh, around the late, uh, late 90s to early 2000s. Okay. Because my kids had the option to get the shingles vaccine has been around a little less time than that. But they're all really effective and, and very safe. I'm going to get that, like, dude. I'm going yes. to talk to Dr. Mike because oh, why not, man? One, Just a, the, 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 yeah. avoiding this? No freaking way. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's something you want to avoid. Listen, i got to run. i got class in a little while, so I'll talk to you guys. Yeah. Later. Ben, All right, guys. appreciate it, Professor. Take care. Vaccinate like the wind. Yeah, you too. Bye-bye. Uh, yeah. See ya. Wow. All right, so I saw a text come in concerning this, and uh, it's what Al is talking about, so I want to get him on the air. Al, you're on the air. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. How's everybody doing today? Great, man. So this, I'm not familiar with this, but there are people concurring with you on our text messages. Tell us about what happened to you. Well, unfortunately, I had the shingles in the eye. Oh, yeah. yeah. In the yeah. eyes. Okay. And you use your eyes all the time. Okay, so describe to us what that's like. Well, first they thought I had shingles. I mean, not shingles, excuse me. First they thought I had pink eye. Okay. So I went to the doctors for that, and they, they gave me you know regular pink eye stuff. And the pain got so bad that I thought I had a brain tumor. Oh, my God. That's the pain. So, like, meaning meaning almost like headache-like or? No, it was worse than a headache. You couldn't even describe it. It was just like a solid pain. Okay. But the, but the funny thing is I had it in my left eye, mm-hmm. but you could feel it. It was right in the middle of my face. Wow. The left, you, like where your like, nose is. Exactly. It was like somebody just drew a line right down the middle of my face. Huh. All right. Were there any symptoms like, like you know, sores and so on on your eye? Well, then I went to a specialist. Okay. And that's when they, and that's when they caught it. So they, how do you treat something? How do you treat shingles for your eye? Well, they put a lot of salve inside, <sighs> and they put me on um, all kind of medication. How long, Pre- did, it, uh, how long, did, how long did it last, the, the treatment? Well, they put me on prednisone for two weeks. All right, well, that's not horrible, but it's not wonderful. Oh, yeah. And all this time, you're, did the pain start to mitigate immediately after the treatment, or did you have to really run the full course before well, you, you felt it? you had to go to the full course, plus they put, you put two drops in your eyes a day. Okay, One, wow. 
Yeah, that sucks, man. She was very concerned that, uh, that, you know, because it can quite easily spread to the face, and once it gets to the face, it can get to the eyes. So did you did the pain for you, Al, start elsewhere? No, it stayed right in the eye. Wow. That's why you should never knit with your face. Yeah. That's right. There you go. Yeah. Wow, uh, man. Al, do they, do they uh, suggest that this could come back at some point in your lifetime? Well, I do get flare-ups. Get the shot. Get, yeah. Would the shot help you now that you've already well, had shingles? I just got the shot, and it's two shots, matter of fact. Okay. And you get one shot, then I think you go back like in about two months or something and get the other shot. Yeah, they're saying that the shingles vaccine is uh, two to six months apart, so you got to get exactly. the first one and then the second one. Well, I'm gonna, yeah, I want to get my first yeah, one. Me yeah. too. Get it under. All right, Al, that sounds terrible. Yeah, Thanks man. for sharing, though. We appreciate it. Yeah, I just want to tell you one thing. When you get your shot, yeah. you come down with like the, uh, you feel like you got the flu. Okay. For about maybe it's not long, maybe about two hours or something. Do you have diarrhea? No, I just thought I'd ask. No, All right, thank like you, that. Al. Appreciate okay. it. Man. We'll have see. a great day. I couldn't help but Diary think of, is funny. Do you remember in the uh, uh, in Shallow How he <laughs> comes to the door <laughs> oh, yeah. and pretends like he had some kind of. <laughs> It from Vaseline in his eyes. It just yeah. looks horrible. That's what I think of, of having shingles, shingles in your, your eyes. eyeballs, man. Oh. All right. So Michael wants to refute something that we said earlier. Michael right. is in is an RN. Hi, Michael. Good morning, it. Hey, good morning. You guys rock. Thanks, ah. buddy. All right. So you have information otherwise about shingles being contagious. It, it is. Um, I've worked geriatrics, give or take, about 27 years. I've been in the medical field for over 30. Mm-hmm. Um, here's the deal with shingles. Uh, it is a herpes simplex virus. Um, the virus itself travels down the nerves mm-hmm. and, and, and explodes out the nerve roots on one side of the body. That's why when you start to see the rash, it never crosses the spinal cord. It always stays on one side of the body. That's wild. So, yeah, right side, left side. Here's the deal. If you have pain, you take pain medications. The medications travel up the nerves to the brain. The brain says, ow, tells you, knock it off, and then your pain decreases. Because the virus is in the nerves and exploding out the end of the nerve roots, standard pain medication doesn't do jack. You're looking at stuff like lidocaine patches that will decrease it because it's numbing the surface, but it it really doesn't help the actual pain itself. The, the, The virus, it starts, like when you start to see little, we call them petechiae, little spots, little dots, red dots, and eventually... It becomes blisters. Now, you're still not contagious at this point. When those blisters open and you begin to weep the the, uh, straw color, we call it serous fluid, now you're contagious. Okay. That fluid can can cause shingles with other people. If they're living in an assisted living uh, or, or a nursing home environment, they're isolated. The clothing is washed separately. The food they eat in their rooms, the, 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 the silverware, it's all like then they get put on like, you know, uh, all the throwaway plates and all that so that the, that informa- that stuff doesn't have to go near any other residence. They just sit and watch um, Matlock. Sorry again? They just sit in their rooms and watch Matlock. Can't do anything. Yes, pretty much. Yeah. That's cozy TV is good for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, of course, uh, nowadays, if they catch it early, 
They'll put you on uh, usually one of the, the herpes simplex virus medications. It's not just for attractive people on tropical islands riding bicycles. <laughs> um, so, so the basic if, gist of it is that is that if if it starts to basically a, 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 a like a pussy substance, or you you start to have it like a liquid, yeah, the liquid. Mm-hmm. That's when it's contagious. But like for example, Nick's well, no, girlfriend. It, when it, the blisters, they're just clear fluid-filled blisters with irritated edges. When the blisters are intact, you're fine. It's when they start, when they, yeah. when they burst. That's, yeah. a, that's what I meant, yeah. Yep. All right. So, so I've seen people with who started the um, uh, simplex, the virus medications, the antivirals, and have full-blown blisters, and two days later, the blisters are gone because that medication kicked into overdrive. All right. All right. Uh, interesting. So. All right. Thanks, Michael. I just realized while I was talking uh, that at some point when we start doing social events, we should have a painfully shingles mix. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Because, yeah. uh, listen, they're painful. <laughs> well, and we and, can get people uh, together. If and, you already have it and you have your, your pus oozing out and you can, you can make out with someone who also has the pus, you're not yeah. worried. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see. I will go next to, yeah, let's go to Jane, because this is an interesting scenario. Jane, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, guys. Good morning. What's up, Jane? You are giving me PTSD talking about this. <laughs> oh. um, when I was in undergrad, I guess I was probably a freshman in college, I had an issue in my lady bit, uh. and it felt like someone was stabbing me over and over again. That's how painful it is. So went to multiple doctors and um, they told me I had genital herpes. So the problem was I was a virgin at the time. So I was freaking out, you know, how did I get this? How would this happen to me? Um, For probably like two weeks on herpes medication and I went through this whole thing. And then I, I was swearing to my doctor, there's no way this is herpes. I haven't had sex. This can't be it. And uh, no, no one with shingles. No, so it shingles, and no one was believing you because you're that, right. Oh man, that sucks. That sucks. So, it so how, what, what was the treatment cycle like? I uh, well, I remember they put me on like Valtrex when they thought it was herpes, but but I think I stayed on that because they are related, right? So I'm pretty sure that that's still what it was to clear Oof. it up. But it was the worst pain of my life. It was horrible. It's like wow. having Edward Scissor's hands as your gynecologist. <laughs> and Jane, did you ever have any uh, uh, flare-ups after that? No. Okay. No. Once it once it healed up, I was I was fine after that. But it but it was. I mean, I want to oh. say it was at least like three weeks of pain oh. and discomfort. It was Jeez. bad. Yeah. God, that, that sucks. sucks. Sorry for yeah, that. Yeah, and it was yeah. it was from stress. It was during final exams, and I it was stress brought it on. Yeah, you apparently take up knitting. 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 Okay. <laughs> apparently, there's been an uptick in shingles lately because a lot of people are stressed, stressed out. Yeah. yeah. Anxiety levels are high and stress levels. They get are attacked high. by their cats. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Jane. <laughs> knitting too much. That's all I need. <laughs> now it's shingles. Knitting. Uh, I'm gonna go. Wow. Okay. Let me let me try this out. We have Bill. Uh, Bill. Good morning, sir. Good morning. How you doing? Good. What's up, Bill? Uh, yeah, my mother was weeding in her garden, and she uh, she uh, thought she got poison ivy, so she went to the doctors, and she had poison ivy, poison oak, and shingles all at the same time. Oh, oh my God! God. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What do you do? Yeah, what did she do? Uh, well, they put her on medication, and they gave her some 
suffer the pain, but uh, it took a long time. First, the poison ivy and poison oak went away, but the shingles took a long time to go away. Wow. And even after, even after they're gone, you still have lingering pain, and you could have lingering pain. They pulled her years after. So what was she? I mean, what was she? Uh, there's. My wife had bad poison ivy, and they they had like the oatmeal baths and all that stuff, and just anything to 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 kill the pain. And that all three of them on top of each other, I don't, you know, how yeah, do you handle that? She couldn't sleep. She couldn't sit. She couldn't move. She couldn't do anything. Wow. It was terrible. Wow. That she sucks. still did her hot yoga class. Though. Thanks, Bill. Appreciate it. Uh, man, so what's um what's Andrea's prognosis? So we'll be seeing Dr. Mike later today too, Kathy. So we can uh, maybe <laughs> all go down together. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but uh, she got some medication yesterday from uh, Urgent Care, and um, but we're going to be looking into this vaccine, too, because I think that's probably the next step. There's a medication called Shingrix, uh, which uh, people have recommended, and, and um, so we might be getting that shot as well, or she might be getting that wow. shot. Wow. Yeah. Okay. But it sucks, man. I feel bad for anybody that had to go through it, because it's apparently really, really painful. Yeah, no kidding, man. All right. Well, uh, anyhow, that's, uh, that's Nick's, Nick's vacation. <laughs> yeah. Nick's spring break. Now, Nick's your injury. Yeah, and uh, Kathy. And I'll tell you about my injury in a little while. Uh, but listen, we do need to take a break because we have a guest coming up here in a moment. I do want to remind you, we have another shot at you winning $500. Our next uh, Presidency Money Clip contest is going to happen around 10 a.m. So don't miss your opportunities seven times each and every day through the work week. Uh, when we get back, fighter Eddie Alvarez. He's got a brawl coming up. We're going to talk to him about it. Stay with us. 93.3 WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Money Clips. Wow, we have a lot of clips. Your shot at stuffing 500 bucks in your money clip up to seven times a day. Weekdays at 8 a.m., 10 and noon. Then 2, 4, 6 and 8 p.m. We'll play one of your favorite Preston and Steve clips. Not up, but yeah. And also give you a keyword. Text that to 45911 or enter it on our website or app to get in the running for the $10,000 grand prize every time you play. That's crazy! See official rules and details at WMMR.com. I scared! Sponsored by Hyundai City, South Jersey's official Hyundai headquarters. 93.3 WMMR. They rock, guys. Up, everybody. Everything that rocks. All right, it's fight coming up. On uh, Wednesday night, uh, one championship, which is on uh, TNT. Uh, 8.30 is when the uh, broadcast begins. And we are happy to say that our friend is going to be fighting, taking on Yuri Lepikus. And this is the one and only Mr. Eddie Alvarez who is joining us this morning. Eddie, how you doing, man? What is up, fellas? I'm in Singapore. We're nighttime now. um, Shut up. You're in Singapore? Yeah, I'm staying on U.S. time, so it's time uh, to get up. Wow. Okay. What That's, time is it there? It's the other side of the world. Yeah, it's exactly 12 hours, so we're 12 not hours. God yeah. almighty. Oh, well, yeah, I, I saw the. I was just, you know, quickly reviewing the the uh, the information on the flight, and I look at Singapore, and I just, now you're confirming it. So, yes, that's right. Oh. Hey, you wouldn't happen to be staying. Now, I, the only thing I know from Singapore is my dad visited there one time, and he brought us back some gifts. And then the other one is watching the movie Crazy Rich Asians, <laughs> uh, where that hotel that looks like it's got a giant surfboard on top of three. Yeah. You, you're not staying there, are you, Eddie? Yeah, well, no, I'm not staying at that hotel. We've been there before, but um, Singapore is beautiful. I mean, every shrub is perfectly pruned. It's like it's like Disneyland. But um, for right now, 
we all have to stay in our hotel rooms. So like, I haven't seen the outside since I've been here. And, um, so it's basically train. Uh, we get the, we, we stay in our hotel rooms, we get one hour to train and then we go back to our hotel rooms and then we get another hour to train and then we're back to our hotel rooms. So it's pretty much, we're camped up until the fight. Sure. I, I wanted to ask you about, you know, I, I, I've i seen a lot of, on how, uh, you know, boxers train. And I know that uh, MMA can be a little bit different. I mean, obviously, you, you both uh, sports train super-duper hard. But I know boxing, uh, you know, guys will spend months uh, doing this super hard, intense workout. And then, like, a week or so before the fight, they'll they'll pull back on that. They'll yep. kind of regain their, their strength. And then they'll do some, some training right beforehand. Do you do the same type of thing? Because I know MMA fights can turn over a little more quickly, and you might not have months and months and months to, to prep for a fight. Well, how, how do you usually do it? Yeah, you have to do that. My last competitive practice is probably about eight days out where I'm competitive and sparring, mm-hmm. and then I, I have to begin cutting calories and do my weight cut. So you can't be doing competitive practices a full on 100% when you're when you're cutting calories. That's how you get an injury and everything. So um, a lot of combat athletes kind of follow that same protocol because um, just to prevent injury and it's just not safe and, and you're saving energy. Yeah. So, Eddie, I'm reading up on you and I'm not sure if this is the truth or not, but was was your first foray into combat sports? Was it mostly was it more wrestling? Um, so in high school, I wrestled at North Catholic. That was my, that was sort of, uh, and then I, I, I boxed at Front Street Boxing Gym when I was around 10 years old. Okay. But um, my first fight ever was at 19 years old back in 2003 uh, for Ring of Combat. So that was my first MMA fight that I ever had. Your first official fight, not not like a street fight. When was your first street fight? Oh, God, man. <laughs> Eight. 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 Did you? Well, <laughs> let me ask you because we you hear about this and we see it in the movies all the time. Is is there a, uh, you know, like a, a, believe it or not, there's t- prior to the pandemic there was a talk that uh, there was bare knuckle boxing was on a resurgence and things like that. Is that just myth or is there a, an underground of of that sort of you know alleyway bare knuckle boxing uh, sport taking place? So that's that's not what I was referring to when I when it was eight years old. I, I, <laughs> no, no, I didn't think it was. I didn't think it was. Yeah, right. You don't do the glue with the broken glass. <laughs> broken glass with gummy bears, like. <laughs> There's not like this underground lair where they're matching up eight year olds somewhere in Philadelphia. But... I sure as hell would pay to see that fight. It'd no, be but adorable. there's, there's got to be, you know, like in in blood sport, the kumite. There's got to be, you know, versions of that. Is there? Eddie, can you are you can you confirm or deny? No, I, I've heard about them in Miami, New York, yeah. and things like that. Um, where you can go, you win a couple thousand bucks, you fight. Um, but I, I've never done it organized. It was just me out in Philly drinking with some friends and then getting in fights. I get yeah, the fights I was referring to. You remember when Kimbo Slice yes. was was kind of making exactly. and those were all underground. Yeah. Right. Somebody just with a camera filming them and you know, and then uh, I mean, those are the people who I guess who can't make it to the level of yeah. doing it in a professional manner and being the best of the best. And you know, they're they're making some bucks here and there, right? But... Picking up some cash. Yeah. yeah. Well, this this is this is the real deal. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. yeah. So I want to ask about like, all right. So you're in Singapore right now. I don't know when you got there, but this Yuri guy. Um, I don't know what his normal. Uh, schedule and calendar was alike, right? So you're coming from the East Coast, so you've got to get your body adapted to 
the time over there, is he having as hard of a time adapting his body uh, to that time schedule? I think they're. I think they train in Italy, so I don't know what I don't know what the time is there. But for me, um, I mean, I'm in my hotel room uh, when it when Phil when uh, I'm on on Philly time, so I'm on Eastern time, and I just shut the shades. I don't know if it's light or dark <laughs> out in Singapore. Okay. I my shades are shut, and um, when it's time to go to bed, the lights go off. I'm gonna grab a book. Um, actually, I grabbed this book. This was an awesome book, Green Light by uh, Oh, yeah. McConaughey. Oh, yeah. yeah. We've heard yeah, good yeah. things about it. I, cr- I crushed this book in like a day. Nice. <laughs> that was really cool. Well, there's a lot of coloring. Um, <laughs> no, no. He's. I think he's cool. I think he has a lot of interesting stuff to say. Yeah, you have to have a lot of discipline to do what you're doing right now. I mean, listen, even if you weren't fighting in Singapore, you know, boxers, MMA fighters, you need to have a lot of discipline, but even more so it, yeah. with the situation that you're in right now. Yeah, I mean, I it, I can't rely on any outside stimulus because, I mean, outside people are up during the day and then they're going to sleep at night and I'm doing the complete opposite. Like me and my training partner, my training partner is allowed in my room now. He yeah. wasn't for the first like 24 hours, but we're we're not functioning on anyone's time here. Like I, when I go to bed, I'm hearing people up and about and walking throughout the stuff, walking throughout the hotel. But uh, and then when I wake up, it's silent. No one's no one's up. So the know. fight is Wednesday Wednesday night here. Are we are we seeing? It'll be Wednesday morning for him. Wednesday but, morning yeah. for you. Yeah, I've been having my coffee uh, roughly nine o'clock, ten o'clock, and then working out around eleven, and just getting acclimated. Not not so much getting acclimated. I'm just making sure that I stay on American time. Okay. Yeah. And not only will it, it'll be wow. Wednesday night. for it, it's gonna, He's going to be fighting on Thursday morning, yeah. which is pretty bizarre. That's true. Hey, Eddie, after you win and you come back to the States, what are you going to do? Are you going to hop in your fifth wheel? Are you going to go camping with your family or what? Oh, prime, prime time. Got my fifth. So um, <laughs> prime time manufacturing from Indiana got my got a fifth wheel and they got, they got it wrapped in underground king stuff. <laughs> and it was it, it's hella cool um so uh they're pretty yeah, amazing do, do you do you, you do yeah, the driving and everything you i mean i mean because they're they're, yeah, they're they're big mothers i'm a big rv'er i i got i i drove everything from class a b c you know um the the little mercedes sprinters but uh right now we have a 45 foot fifth wheel <laughs> and i would love to just hook that thing up and get lost for a couple of days. Maybe give the kids the internet and do virtual schooling, but just go get lost. That, how, that'd be fun. How are you? I'm backing that thing into spots, man. I don't know. We're, I, the, fifth <laughs> wheel, I haven't done, the fifth wheel, I haven't done much, but I've done the other big RVs. So, so we, we do the know, camp out for out. hunger. And, and when we, in normal times, that's what Preston and I stay in a, in a, in a fifth wheel. Yep. And uh, they're, they're huge. I mean, do you have the, the fake fireplace and everything? We got, it's like a New York City loft, man. Dude, it's <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. they, they sent this thing, I'm like, this is nicer than most houses. <laughs> yeah, they're they're insanely, you, people always think, you know, oh, you're roughing it. I'm like, I hate to tell you, we're, it's actually, it's a, it's a wonderful, it's a wonderful setup. So, yeah. uh, but, but I, we also know that you're, you're, you're doing a lot with real estate and so on and so forth. You're a businessman. You're, you've got a lot working on that front. How's that working out for you? Uh, that's been excellent, man. Um, I, yeah, I, I just get, I, I get involved in all sorts of, um, investments, but, uh, right now we have the, the Maud house Rockledge is doing really well. The bar restaurant, 
Um, I bought that a little while back. Um, I think we're, we're averaging like five to four to five flips a year in in my in my real estate business wow and then holding stuff holding some things and stocks are doing well so like i get my hands in a lot of different stuff i bought bitcoin at 9800 bucks <laughs> bitcoins are like almost 60 grand now so um that's what i kind of do right. off time that's what gets me excited let me ask you eddie do you do you completely understand bitcoin or you're just lucky because <laughs> <laughs> there's so many i and now i have trees these non-fungible tokens, like yeah. that, that somebody's trying to explain those to me. The I other have day. no idea. I yeah. can't. We we've tried any countless times to figure out Bitcoin and all this stuff. We can't wrap our minds around it. Do you feel you have a good grasp on it? Uh, I I would say this. The easiest way to put it is, um, people people go, "Well, how is gold valuable?" And it's only valuable because we say it is. Because there's a mass group of people who say <laughs> this brick or this whatever is valuable. So um, when when the government uh, prints two trillion dollars, you know, just like they did recently, and then they did two stimulus packages. Right. The the American the American dollar devalues like like almost rapidly. So anybody holding money or saving money is losing money. So now all the rich and the wealthy are trying to find a place to store their wealth where it won't devalue, where it won't go down. So Bitcoin's one of them stores of value. Real estate is one of them stores of value. Um, collectibles sports cards are one of them stores of value so people are just trying to get rid of their money just I, get rid of their money because right. it's going down actually i saw a, a business investor kind of echo what you just said so okay I, I guess you're on the right track and you've you've actually had your the value of your bitcoin increase big time and and, and it will increase because there's only 21 million in the whole world so and hedge funds banks um all the wealthy are trying to store their wealth somewhere where they feel it's going to be safe. And right. Bitcoin's one of them spots. Jeez. Yeah, and then so when you're doing, like, flips as well, that's like another tough thing because you're now real estate, like, you know, you're getting into a bidding war, and you're, you're you know, a lot of people are overpaying for, you know, real estate, but, I mean, that's kind of where it's at right now. Yeah, recently I, I off, I mean, we bought a lot, like, two, three years ago, and then we offed almost everything at the height of the market. So right now... We're trying to get back in and buy stuff, but you're right, Casey. It's uh, it's it's slim pickings right now. There's really low inventory. Eddie, have you ever showed up to show a property and had to beat up another real estate agent? <laughs> 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 showing nah. a for property. No, I'm just curious. What's your favorite home improvement show then? If you're into like flip or flop or what? What do you? Any of those shows are like uh, are fixer up hometown? Those are my faves. Yeah, which you watch any of that stuff? Um, I, I watched the real estate, the millionaire, the, the real estate one, uh, millionaire, I forget what it was yeah. called, but um, I, I always enjoyed them, but I, I actually would love to do one of them right, um, right, myself right. because I feel we, um, I do a lot, I do a lot of things on that lines. And I think it'd be really interesting to kind of run people through that and see how not only the, the money that we make as athletes, how, how we go get it but how we use it to produce more of it. So, um, right. and, and real estate's one of them ways to do it. So um, that'd be fun. Nice, man. All right, well, get past the fight first, and then you can concentrate on the business stuff. I know your mind is there. Uh, an interesting scenario being on the other side of the world, but uh, you got this coming up on Wednesday for us, Thursday for you, and uh, we're always rooting for you, Eddie. So uh, go get them, and, and we'll talk to you in the near future, okay? Thank you guys so much.
Uh, and Jamie, Eddie, Anthony, Alistair, Aniston, Daddy, Daddy's coming home in two more days, oh. and uh, we're coming home uh, with the, with that title pretty damn soon. Yeah, yeah. excellent. Thanks, Eddie. Great Woo! to hear from you, Eddie Alvarez, yeah. guys. And uh, yeah, it's going to be Thursday. The champ is here. Thursday for us, or Wednesday for us. Thursday for him. That's wild. Could man. you imagine doing like? Could you imagine like? Trying I mean, to trick it, yourself into right, yeah. to trick yourself into that. I mean, I, I've always been the um, the worst. Started to get okay at it after doing stand up for a while of just of sticking on my own time and just accommodating. But it's it's tough. Well, remember, I, I, and I wasn't doing a lot of internet. I was dealing with uh, you know a three, four, five hour time difference or whatever. But even still, remember yeah. when we did the London show? To me, oh. like that was actually like I loved it. That there was a, that was an adventure. Yeah, we left here like eight o'clock at night. We flew. Nobody barely slept at, at all. We hopped in a in a taxi. We got to the the, the boat and we did our show. Yeah, yeah. and it was crazy. It and was kind of like a sprint. Yeah, but that sort of I think helped propel us forward. Yeah, we were actually right. rushing to get to the boat. Right. Yeah. yeah. What kind of sucks about Eddie is that you know he's in Singapore, like one of the coolest yeah. places in the world, but he's not really in Singapore. No. You know, yeah. he could be in that hotel anywhere in the world, and and he doesn't get to experience it. Maybe I want to go there. I do too. I, I, he's I, keeping all the he's keeping all the shades drawn, yeah. so he can't, can't tell that look. it's daytime. Right. Well, he's on a business trip, man. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, it's and, work. And so it's funny with, uh, you know, when everybody was uh, in the bubble last year, right? Yeah. The NHL was up in Canada. NBA was in Florida. And, um, you know, I can't remember which player. Uh, it might have been Lou Williams went to a strip club or whatever. It's like, dude, listen, I, I know that you're in the NBA. Strippers are clean. No, but you're on a business trip. You're being paid a lot of money, and same thing with Eddie. Like, and that's why I say, like, it takes a lot of discipline to no, do what he's doing. It's, uh, like, it's your occupation. It's yeah. your career. Yeah. yeah, and you're right, and and that's your incentive, and yeah. then I, he reeled off the names of at the end. <laughs> that's also incentive for him, his family. Yeah, absolutely. You're on a business trip. Just take your vitamins. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, my god, I can't stop saying vitamins. <laughs> what is going on with that? Casey's been doing these live commercials. Vitamins, <laughs> and he can't say the word vitamins. He keeps saying. I've been there. Are you saying to buy items? It's items and vitamins. And I vitamins. guess at the same time. Vitamins. <laughs> Like, I'm always buying vitamins. But I don't even buy that many vitamins. They, they don't necessarily contradict. If you were to get a number of yeah. vitamins, those would be vitamins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. All right, so. <laughs> oh, uh, so I, I was in a play in high school, and I yeah. would yell. Tell it to vitamins. All right. No, so um, the line I had to say was, are you trembling while I speak? Yeah. Okay. But what I said one time is, are you trembling in your sleep? And and I couldn't stop saying that. And for like the the rest of the entire play, this is you know it was an Oliver, and I was yelling. And the kid's not sleeping. Yeah, he's totally wide awake while I'm yelling at this kid. I'm like, are you trembling while you sleep? And every single I'm like, and before I would get to that right. part of the stage, I'm like, it's you would psych yourself I, into yeah. doing it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So now this is where I Itemans is where you stand. Itemans. Yep. Oliver became Itemans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyhow, so one last story of vacation, if you will. I'll, I'll share my my little trip. <laughs> we should have the theme from Doogie Howser since this is all medical. Yeah, yeah Kathy. everyone is. In, in uh, Kathy, Kathy was mauled by her own cat. Yep. <laughs> Next girlfriend has a really bad case of the shingles. And you. And I. Well, listen, mine wasn't that bad. I just have a scar to to show. And I, no. I. At one point, I fell. We've learned that you probably also have shingles as well on your left arm. Uh, that yeah, too, yeah, yeah, because yeah. Uh, it's uh, yeah, I have tendonitis, and it may be a precursor to a shingles. No, so I took a really uh, great trip. 
Uh, my daughter, so my kids, my three kids, when each one of them turned 13, I promised to take them on a, a solo trip with me. I took uh, my son Parker to uh, Vail, Colorado in the summertime, which was fantastic. We did whitewater rafting and all kinds of cool stuff. And the deal is if they can find their way back, yep, yeah. they get to stay. They get a college. Until they're 21. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but they choose, right, where they go? Yeah. Uh, the, yes, exactly. So they, they get to pick. And then Carter I took to a dude ranch in Wyoming. And then Caroline and I were going to go to uh, Zion yep. uh, in Utah, uh, but COVID hit and we had to we had to postpone that. Couldn't so, do it. So we did, and so she turns fourteen this month. Can you believe that? So no, I can't. Yeah. So I wanted to make sure that we squeezed in at least some kind of a trip uh, before she turned fourteen. So um, we decided to go to a place that both Casey. And Nick had been, and I, I came really close to, but never actually did get into, which was uh, Acadia National Park in Maine. I figured somewhere that we could drive to that is going to be picturesque and beautiful and special and everything, and is a national park, you know. So um, I figured we'd do this driving trip. And she didn't want to do a straight, you know, like 12-hour drive all the way to Maine, wanted to break it up. So we hit a few spots along the way. We stopped uh, first in Boston, stayed the night there. Uh, got up the next day, did a little, you know, walking around. We walked all around town, actually. Yeah. And it was a beautiful day. Uh, in well. Boston? Yeah, it yeah. was. Did I mean, it was only... Freedom Tour? It was in the 50s. We didn't do the uh, the Freedom Trail. We we there, there we came upon points of it. Yeah. Uh, but we, we didn't exclusively follow it. We went to, right. you know, we went to Boston Common, and obviously it goes right through there. And, uh, and then we hit a couple of points. We went to, uh, there's a... Um, uh, uh, a cemetery where Sam Adams and Paul Revere and the family yeah. of Benjamin Franklin are all, all the famous beers are buried. We we had stumbled across that and I wow this is really cool. So we was so but anyway we we did Boston. Uh, then we got in the car and then we drove up to Bar Harbor, Maine, Bahaba, Bahaba, uh, and we went to Acadia National Park and we stayed in Bar Harbor three nights and it was that was my first time at this park and the majority of the park was closed. Uh, because it doesn't open. It opens, uh, I think, in like a week and a half. So we just missed it, but whatever. It's mud season. Yeah, it's mud season, and uh, you're not allowed. The, the, the park is closed. It's just, it's, mud season is what it is. It's really, you know, everything's still thawing there, yep. so it's still really wet. But there are big portions of that area that are open for you to go and see, which we did, and uh, it's just stunning there. And I only got to see a tiny bit of it. Yeah. So I spent <clears throat> years and years ago, like... A day, and I and I, from what you guys say, I need to get back and and explore it more because obviously it's it's huge. But um, yeah, I'd really like to to check it out. And it's pictures. actually not that huge, I, you know. It, uh, a lot, it's the smallest. You, yeah, when you think about national parks, I think of it as being big. It's, no, it's not, it, yeah. it, no. When you think about national parks, you think about Yellowstone or the places yeah. out west that I do anyway. But um, uh, Acadia is really manageable, and you can do it in a few days and okay. not be overwhelmed by it. But it it it, it does kind of spread across uh, this Gulf, um, so. It does kind of spread far away because we stayed on yeah. the other side. So it took us 45 minutes, the, 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 the little house that we rented, it took us 45 minutes to drive to Acadia uh, proper. Right. However, uh, we were right next to Acadia as well because uh, we had to drive around this, this harbor. But at the same time, on the other side of the harbor where our house was, Acadia was right there as well. So it is big. Okay. Yeah. And then small. there's another area next to it called the Scudic Peninsula, which is another really picturesque area. We didn't get a chance to get over there. Um, but it was um it was great and, and for her, for her um 
abilities as far as getting out and, and hiking and so on. We'd just go out and hike for two, three hours, and we were good for the day. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't like we were yeah. going all day long, which some people, which you easily can do. There's plenty of space there. Come on, fight! <laughs> but, um, Come on! But w- w- what I was saying to Casey, what I, I described that area to me is you get all these beautiful um, uh, formations of, of Earth like you would out in the American West with these big, dramatic-looking rock formations yeah. and things like that. But what you get along with them, what you don't get out West, is the crashing ocean coming in as well. Well, that's what I love. That's uh, uh, th- that's what I love about about Maine and about that area. Oh, uh, all all of that stuff is is great. So you, it's almost to me, it's like. Um, uh, Big Sur in some spots right. where you you get the, the that's that really raw, brutal coastline, the cliffs and everything, and the rocks and the waves crashing. It's just an amazingly magnificent vista. Yeah, the Northeast, the, the, the New England is just loaded with granite. I mean, yeah. that's like that's what yeah. it's mainly is underneath. It's all granite, and uh, where it's worn uh, against the ocean, it looks so beautiful and dramatic and. Um, and so I, I just, I fell in love with it and the, the, the sound of the ocean and all this stuff. And we, we had such a great time doing, doing the little bit of exploring that we did. And what I didn't tell Caroline was like two weeks ago, two people died while they were yeah, out there. They yeah. went into the park and they were, they were doing some mountain climbing. And I was talking to a local in Bar Harbor who told me that they, um, they were attacked by a domestic cat. No, uh, no. Maybe <laughs> that, that might've been the unseen part of that. No, they were, they were climbing up a mountain and I guess what they didn't realize is on the, uh, um, on the way down, which was on the other side, they were going up and over this mountain. The other side doesn't get as much uh, sunlight, and yeah. it was icy. Oh boy! And they both mm. fell off a cliff and, and died. It was just tragic, horrible. So, um, were you near where that happened? Um, no, we okay. didn't. We didn't get that deep into the park. All right. When you you went to Thunderhole, I uh, you showed yes. us some pictures, and were you able to get to Sand Beach by any chance? Because it's yeah, r- we went okay. to Sand Beach. Yeah, uh, we went down on the beach. It was awesome. What's crazy about that is it's almost like Caribbean, right? Uh, you're just kind of like nestled in this mountainside, uh, but the water is like crystal clear. Oh, Thunderhole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the problem with the water is even in July and August, the water is like 55 degrees. Yeah. So. It's so inviting, and you want to just go in it. And Don't be fooled. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is so cold. Apparently, that beach is an anomaly yeah. in in, uh, in all of New England. Because it's sandy. Yeah. Because it's sandy. Yeah, it's, it's made of shells. Right. There's no... Uh, it's, uh, every other beach out there is rock. Yeah. yeah. And it's because of this little island that's out, and it and it protects it uh, or creates that right. that environment. But it's like the only sand beach you're going to yeah. find out there. It's cool. Which was pretty cool. So there's some really uh, neat things like that. Okay. So fast forward to my little incident. <laughs> right. Um, so we stayed at, uh, at the Bar Harbor Inn. Wait, hang on. Let me, let me back this up a little story before that. I was, uh, I went into town to get some supplies and I went to a grocery store and I was checking out. And as I'm checking out the girl, the cashier, I was wearing my MMR shirt or one of my MMR shirts. And she goes, you from Philadelphia? I go, yeah. She goes, man, I haven't seen an MMR sh- shirt in ages. I go, you're from there? She goes, yeah. And she, I forgot where she said she's lived. She said, I grew up there. I've been here for like six years or so. And I go, uh, did, you, did you listen to MMR? I said, she said, yeah. And I go, do you know the President Steve show? She goes, I grew up listening to the President <laughs> Steve show. And I go, I'm Preston. And she was like, oh, my God. So yeah. her name was Katie. Katie Robert. Uh, she was really, really nice, <laughs> and it was it was funny. To oh run yeah, into I saw her. the picture of her. Yeah. She seemed really sweet. Yeah, I ran into another couple uh, who, when they were parking their truck at the resort where we were staying, 
and I saw that their front uh, license plate was a Fred Beans plate. Uh-huh. And so th- we were leaving, and they were coming, and I go, you guys are from Philly, right? And I go, how'd you know? I like saw the Fred Beans thing, and it was like, oh, I used to work at Fred Beans. I was like, I work at MMR, and he goes, oh, do you, uh, do you know... Um, uh, Preston and Steve. <laughs> it was so bizarre. That's why. Yeah, and then I'm vaguely I, familiar with those. Yeah. Guys. So anyway, we were staying at the Bar Harbor in this beautiful, beautiful uh, inn uh, right on this point, right on the water, ocean view uh, room. It's just phenomenal. It's a really, really old place. Uh, and uh, so what happens there is that, you know, how the tide comes in and out, obviously, and it goes way out there. Yeah. So you can walk out on these rocks. When the, when the tide is down and go kind of explore a little bit, um, I was uh, out taking some pictures. Caroline had stayed back at the room because I wanted to go get some shots, and I go out onto the rocks and I saw this large, tall rock formation. I'm like, well, that would be cool to get a picture of. Let me oh. see if I can make my way over there. <laughs> That's always how it starts. Oh Jesus, man! <laughs> so I'm walking out, and where the the rocks are a darker color. Those are the ones that stay underwater most of the time. (laughs) And I got really good boots on, man. These are great boots. Uh, And I step out onto onto the darker rock, and I'm standing there. And, of course, my feet go out from underneath me, and I just go sideways. Boom! Land squarely on my elbow and my right hip. And I'm like, oh! What do I do? What is the first thing I do? Look around to see if anybody's who saw it? Nobody saw Not it. Even Not wow. one person. She wasn't near me. I'm like, oh, oh thank God. <laughs> and I stood up, Steve, and I waited for my Blarney Castle moment. Yeah, yeah. For me to, to scream. To faint. Oh, to, to faint? Actually to, uh, you yeah. really had yeah. that? It was oh, man. Oh, that bad. Dude, I thought it was going to pass out oh, me when God. I fell down the stairs at Blarney Castle. <laughs> I should do a book about places I've fallen <laughs> <Yeah>. down. <laughs> the places I've fallen. Oh, the places oh, I've fallen. <laughs> And I came back to the room. Oh, the places you will go down. <laughs> and I was wearing, uh, uh, you know, uh, long johns underneath because you need to wear layers out there. And they were gray. And I go, Caroline, I fell. And she goes, Dad, you got blood all over your elbow. Oh. It was bleeding oh, through my, my, my clothes. Mm. And then finally, just like day before yesterday, the bruise started sinking in, Kathy. Yeah, you saw yeah. my bruise? Oh, God, yeah. It? Oh, yeah. wow. It's all yeah. over your arm. Yeah. The whole thing. It's oh, my gosh. Huge. So... <laughs> I was waiting for that to happen. Did, question: Did oh, yeah. you have your phone or your camera? I had my camera. Okay, I had the, you know the um, the Canon that yeah. I have, but I fell and I held on to it, yeah. and it didn't hit the rock. Oh. So because that, if you if you had lost that, for, I mean, that would have sucked. Yeah. Did you abort yeah. your trip to out to the giant rock formation? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I didn't go any further. You didn't and then, crawl out there. and like the next day, we went we went out to <laughs> hiking again. And I'm like taking these baby <laughs> yes. steps out with my foot, yeah. just checking every time. I'm like, yeah, this is okay. We can go here. Oh, you know? Caroline, <laughs> wheel me over to the deck. <laughs> yes, father. Oh, that hurt, man. That hurt yeah. bad. But uh, whatever. Right, you didn't break your elbow. Got up, dusted it off, and, yeah. and was uh, was good to go. I'm trying to think of other. Any did you other... get any blueberry soda while you were there? I didn't have blueberry soda. I did buy some blueberry scone mix. Okay. And brought that back and and made that Drink yesterday. That. Those are pretty tasty. I didn't know the blueberries were a thing in Maine. That's yeah. a that's a big thing. In Jersey Maine. was the uh, blueberry capital of the United I States. I thought so right? too. Yeah, I, I guess they do it uh, both. The capital of the Mid Atlantic, but on the East Coast, you go to Maine for it because they got blueberry beer and all sorts of crap. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then so on the way back, 
uh, we stopped per Nick's recommendation because, like I said, we wanted to break up the trip. We went to Boston on the way there. We did Bar Harbor three nights. And then we were coming back, and I'm sure I'll have something else to mention in Maine if I'm, I'm forgetting. But um, uh, I'd, I'd uh, rather than stop in Boston again, I wanted to go somewhere else, and I just looked at some locations around that area, and I thought maybe Providence, Rhode Island. Right, right, place. right. But Nick had recommended Newport, Rhode Island. Um, and I said, why? And he told me, and they, and they have these uh, mansions uh, that you can tour. Um, and I'm like, okay, I'm game. Newport, Rhode Island could be... The prettiest town I've ever seen. I've been. It's very photogenic. Stunning. Yeah, very. Um, it, it's it's gorgeous. But there are a lot of towns. Well, that's kind of a special. Uh, did you take a lot of pictures? I took a fair amount. Yeah. yeah I yeah. mean, the weather wasn't great. The homes are amazing. Uh, unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. And there's there's three mile walking trail yeah. that goes through. And and when I mean when I say mansions, I'm not saying <laughs> what you might think are mansions. This is. These are Rockefellers, Vanderbilts. I mean, old school, yeah. massive, <laughs> massive homes and estates. And you can walk right through, essentially, their backyards through this trail. Some of them are newer than others. I mean, the, but the really big ones, and they have names like The Breakers and Rose uh, Rosecliff and The Elms. You know, these really cool, stately names. Yeah, there's there's money Donnie's out there, house. and then there's mm-hmm. there's FU money, and then there's Newport FU money. And yeah. it, it takes it to another level. And it, and these were these summer homes for these families. Like, they, yeah. these, they, they would come up from New York, and this would be where they would vacation. But it's Newport's a great town. It's really cool to visit and see. It is a little overwhelming, but it's I, I, I can't recommend it more highly. Yeah, and it just looked like the type of place where I told Rochelle, I'm like, we need to go. And because it's about four and a half hours away... Easily drivable, a place to just go, go to the shops, go have dinner, check out these homes, just take in, you know, there's beautiful ships out there all over the place, lighthouses all yeah. over. I love the lighthouses. Gorgeous. Yeah. I one time did, did years ago, did sort of a lighthouse tour up yeah. there. It's I, I love, they're just amazing, yeah. you know. So yeah. just go there so you can feel like less of a human? Uh, I, you know, I, I know what you mean. It, yeah, you're <laughs> not, but you, what did I ever do in my life? I know you, No, just to take in well, a different area. And, none of them were born into that money. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so food-wise, did they, I, I mean, are, is it all fine dining there? Or, you know, can you find a nice little sandwich? I don't think so. Oh, okay. No, I mean, yeah. there were pubs and things. like. I mean, listen, we were in and out of there. We didn't. She was ready to go home. Yeah. So, so we didn't was do she, a whole lot of Was she of impressed by the uh, homes? Or? Yeah. Right, yeah. Okay. I, I thought it would be nothing to it. And I'm, I was telling her about it. You know, these there are these mansions. She said, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. Showing no interest. And we drove by the first one. She was like, wow. Right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's something else. <laughs> it is. Uh, I don't want to end this conversation on a down note. But mm-hmm. then you had to drive through Connecticut. Dude. Okay. <laughs> like goddamn clockwork. <laughs> it's okay? the worst. So we got stuck just prior to getting through Stamford, and uh, we well, all of a sudden Stanford. traffic comes up out of nowhere, yeah. and we're uh, and I'm looking on my Waze app, and I'm like, okay, we're about a mile till you know where it looks like this accident is, and we get up, and sure enough, it's a two car accident, and we get around it, and then the traffic continues after the accident. About another mile down the road, Nick. A six-car accident. Oh. Six cars. They looked like they had been accordioned together. Oh, I've never seen that many cars smashed up in one shot before. And the only thing I can guess is why traffic is so bad there. And it's beautiful. The drive is gorgeous. You're in these canopies of trees and everything. But there are no shoulders. 
On 95, on Interstate 95, there are no shoulders You're right. at all. And that's been the bane of Connecticut travel for, for years. It's like where you, you can't go off to the shoulder. You can't go off onto the grass. Something ha- it's, it's like the Belt Parkway. Um, it, you know, uh, when you get into New York, it's there's no place to go. Once if if a car breaks down, you're dead. I posted some pictures on Instagram, and somebody, one of the comments said, "Sorry about the traffic in Connecticut," yeah, and I well, was like, "Dude, yeah. <laughs> right?" It's just, is it I every mean, time? It's, it's, it's always under construction. It's perpetually under construction. I mean, I know construction around here is bad, but it's worse in Connecticut. And if there's not construction, I'm fairly certain they import accidents. Like, they mm-hmm. make sure that there's something happening on the road to slow you down. It's always awful. And you can say, take the Merritt Parkway. or there's, It doesn't matter. It doesn't Getting matter. through Connecticut no, just no. sucks. So years ago, I used to do a fair amount of comedy gigs up in Connecticut. And, I mean, we're talking decades ago. And it... Every, I guarantee you the roads that were under construction then are yes, still under construction. Of so, wow. Preston, when I did your trip a couple of years ago, I did uh, essentially the same thing on the way up. We stopped in Boston. Uh, and any time I've ever gone up to New England, I, I avoid Connecticut at all costs. Yeah. You, when you're in Newport, there's nothing you can do. You I don't have, think so. No. I yeah. mean, unless you, you want to go up and around. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless you want to go up and around. You like, could. I'm, look, I'm looking at the map. But, like, when, I, when we did the Boston thing, Press, I went up. Through New York State and then went across the Massachusetts I mean, uh, Parkway. All told, park it, it only added about forty-five minutes to the drive. So, so going <laughs> that okay. bad. going two hours out of the way would be, you know, it's just a pain in the ass sitting in traffic. I mean, nobody likes to sit in traffic. And your armrest arm was all bruised up, so that was I, good. Dude, oh, for real, yeah. for real. I stuffed a, a shirt underneath there. It hurt the whole time. Yeah, but whatever. Oh, but I tell you what, I, I New England is. Is just gorgeous. I, I want to spend more time exploring that and getting up that way. And it, even Boston. Boston's a great, easy, you know, weekend trip, and it's a pretty city. However, I've said many times that that D.C. is the most confusing place I've ever driven. Boston's oh. up there, too. <laughs> yeah. There's no rhyme or reason the, there's there. No, there's no. no grid system. Mm-mm. The roads, it's because it's such an old city. It, 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 it's all arbitrary. At least we have a somewhat of a grid system in Philadelphia, right. and you can get around. But Boston is a goddamn mystery on the road, man. And they actually improved it. Yeah, you know, and it's still, yeah. it's still... That's why you just drive to some place, park your car, and walk around. It's the yeah. only... The only way you'll be able to make rhyme or reason of it. It was cool, though, when my wife and I went there for, uh, like, a little anniversary getaway. We flew up to Boston, and the, the hotel we stayed at was at the Inner Harbor. Or, uh, yeah. or the harbor. The Inner Harbor is in Baltimore. But anyway. Well, you wanted to make sure you <laughs> What was cool, though, is from the airport, we were able to hop onto a water taxi. And so instead of getting onto, a, like, a regular, you yeah. know, yeah. four-wheeled taxi, we hopped onto a boat. And it just took us across the harbor to our hotel, which I thought was really cool. That, that is cool. cool. Is that the same trip where you ended up driving? home because the flight yes. got so messed up? Yeah, so we ended up, we uh, our flight got canceled and it got pushed back and uh, it was going to take just as, a, as much time yeah. to rent a car and drive home than it would have been to wait for the flight. And I was like a little bit nervous about flying at that point, so I ended up renting a car. And the best part of that story is we went to Harvard and I bought a sweatshirt. That's right, yeah. And, yeah. and so I was wearing a Harvard sweatshirt, and as I was waiting to rent the car, yeah. the guy that was in line with me gave me his corporate code because he went to Harvard, too. And That's I was like, right. that, that sweatshirt, I literally paid for itself the next day. I so saved great. all that money on the car rental. Hey, did you go to Harvard? Yes, I, I, I did. We had lunch I was together. here yesterday in the afternoon. <laughs> yes. 
Casey, you need to get MIT, yeah. Princeton. Yes. All of it. All the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, get all the most prestigious yeah, school my, shirts. Yeah. They're going to help you out. Wait, that point. says Havard. Havard. <laughs> Actually, well, I do have, one, yeah. he's got one called, that's spelled H-A-R-V-E-R-D. <laughs> yes. I also have a one that says Princeton University. And uh, Yale. Yale. Y-A-I-L. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I love those, man. <laughs> Uh, but so it, it was a great time other than, than that fall that I had. I can, I can tell you something that I did that's local that I, that I, uh, that's on that realm that I, I it's the first time I've ever been there. I've just been around, but the John Hines wildlife. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Have you ever been there? Is that the one by the airport? Yeah. Yes. No, I've never been oh there. My God. Oh it's, my it's, God. Oh my God. It's amazing. Yeah. It's I, mean, amazing. I saw an osprey. I saw. Uh, um, they got eagles there. Eagles. The eagles? Yeah. Well, I wanted to ask you, Preston. All sorts you, of stuff. Did you see any eagles when you were in Acadia? No, man. We didn't see. Saw one at John Hines. We didn't see much uh, of wildlife. I was a little disappointed by okay. that. The only thing we saw, we, we saw a group of wild turkeys. Okay. No and, moose. And that was it. But no moose, no ospreys, no eagles. No moose. No moose. <laughs> no I forgot moose? about the moose. Oh Why don't you forget the moose <laughs> for a moment? Well, I was hoping to see a moose, but we didn't see much in the way of wildlife. No seahorses? No seahorses. Seahorses. No. Forever. <laughs> Never. That sucks, man. But you saw eagles and osprey? And, uh, everything. I mean, it, and it's the way that it's laid out. They have a, um, a whole bunch of... Um, of uh, a, a boardwalk, basically, that cuts across the lake. They have different viewing stations. They have elevated platforms. And they also have the, the I know it's going to say, oh, that sounds exciting. But they have, it's 200 acres of marshland yeah. um, that is amazing as well. And the fact that you're there and there's 95 and there's the airport and you're, you know, for all intents and purposes, you're in the middle of nowhere, but you're in the middle of the city. I hate to do this, Steve, but yeah. you got a bat in the cave. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah I did. Uh, sorry, yeah. The Daily Rush video yeah. would, would... Yeah, we catch that, yeah. yeah so. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Uh, but no, I will have to go there sometime. Yeah. And is it a is it a park and walk thing? Yeah, or? yeah. Okay. And then, but they, 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 they're clearly committed to being very... So at the point where, we're, you know, you'd walk along and you'd say, hey, what's... And there's a sign. <laughs> Telling you. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, everything was just really well laid out. And there's a... There's a I mean, we did about five, four or five miles. It's crazy. You know? I yeah. grew up five minutes from there, and yeah. I've never been. I've never, ever been. I know. And, and it's one there, of those gems. And, yeah. and so I said, I'm, I'm determined to get over there. And it's it. you can get lost, and it's a very zen yeah. thing. I'm definitely going back. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I want more places that are right around here that have just never taken the time to go and explore and, and do that. You will you, know? you will be really satisfied, especially since, you know, and, and it's one of those things where, like, they're very committed to getting because it's yeah, the brandy wine and everything sort of feeds in, and so you'll get some garbage and stuff. Yeah, and, and they they clean they clean it out because right. it's just the nature of these these waterways and tributaries. But it's uh, I thought it was an amazing thing, and again on a basic level, just casually walking around, the amount of wildlife I saw was. Amazing. Nice, nice. All right, well, anyhow, uh, we should take a break because we got money to give away. It is uh, our first day of getting back into uh, our money uh, contest, and this one is called Presidency's Money Clips. Uh, an opportunity to win $500 is just a moment away. Uh, Troy, sorry, he's been on hold for a while. He wanted to concur how bad <laughs> traffic sucks in Connecticut. He's right. He was yes, moved. you are correct, sir. We appreciate it. Uh, but let's take a break and come back and have a chance for you to win $500 as well as some bizarre file stories. We will be back in just a moment. Stay with us. MMR spotlights the best rock in Philadelphia with Jackson's Local Shots. 
That's right, and this month's artist is Liz Delise. your local Shots Artist of the Month for April. Check them out every Wednesday at 6.30 right here on the Mighty MMR. And you can hear and see more now at WMMR.com. Keyword, local shots. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Philly. So, got about a minute and a half, a little less than that uh, before... We officially hit the uh, keyword. I want to make, you know, we got to do it right at uh, 10 o'clock. So I'm going to give just a moment. But a reminder, if you need details on how this works, you can go to WMMR.com and find out the times and all that good stuff and what you need to do and the various ways that you can enter, which I'll tell you about in a moment. Other than that, as we're waiting for that uh, time to roll around, I do want to remind you we have more cash to give away uh, for the Word of the Week prize this week. We have $300, and that is from the Bagster. The Bagster. Which is a dumpster in a bag. Yeah, I almost got one of those last week, actually. Um, it's so easy. They're, you just buy it at your, your store. and Let them know when it's filled, and they come get That's it. it. That's yeah. it. That's it. My neighbors have one out in front of their house as well, and, uh, and I've needed this forever. Yeah. Uh, it's a brilliant concept. Yep. Yeah. And they'll hold a lot. They have different sizes. I love it. So uh, maybe I will get on that because it is spring cleaning time, friends. I did that at the beginning of my vacation. Good call. Yeah, I did it I've in the garage. Spent, I did I've the basement. spent an entire vacation yeah. just doing that. Well, just cleaning all the crap out. My mindset is lift it off my, my plate so that I can enjoy when we get into the summer. Totally. And everything's set. I yeah. got... Uh, I got uh, Natural Lawn came by, yeah, and then uh, Mulch Works is coming by, and I got them all. Yeah, I, I, I support our. Anybody has any business, I'll, I'm on board. I'm ready to put the snowblower in the back of the garage. Yes, I was, I was a little scared to do that. I, I drained mine. I yeah. ran it. Did yep. the whole deal. I, I know that too. might be a little optimistic. Nope, it's you're good. Yes. Dude, it's still, come on. Yeah, and if we get any, if any were to happen, it's not going to be substantial. Oh, <laughs> Play right. this back one day. <laughs> We have had Play this back one day in April. <laughs> All right. Uh, Casey, I need you to get rid of that, oh, please. Yeah. And oh. then we can do this. 93.3 WMMR. It's time for a Preston and Steve money clip. Bam, 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 smash, smash, bam. Now, here's your money clip keyword. All right. The keyword is chill. C-H-I-L-L. You have until uh, 15 minutes after the hour to enter that, and there are three ways to do it. All right. First of all, you can text it to our special contest short code, which is 45911. Or if you'd like to be entered for the $10,000 grand prize, enter it via... The MMR app or at WMMR.com. One random entry wins $500 in our company-wide contest. That person will get a call from Beasley, so make sure that you do answer your phone. The contest rules are available at WMMR.com. And our fine sponsor of Money Clips is Hyundai City. And there are seven chances to do it each and every Monday through Friday. So, again, the word is chill. C-H-I-L-L. Good luck to you. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. Brought to you by Roadcon Incorporated. If you have any heavy and highway construction experience and would like to work for a company that values that experience, 
Roadcon wants to talk to you. You can visit road-con.com to apply online. It's road-con.com. All right, a Waterloo, Iowa man used a riding mower as a getaway vehicle after breaking into a garage. (laughs) And it's not the first time he's done this either. Officers obtained a surveillance video showing James Howard Harrington holding the loot from the Independence Avenue garage while struggling to keep the John Deere mower on course as he headed home around 4 a.m. They say he achieved speeds of 8 miles an hour, right? Uh, Police said the stolen items can be seen in the video. That same night, Harrington also allegedly took a $43 bottle of Absolute Vodka from the Yes Way convenience store. (laughs) Police said he then rode off on the mower. Court records indicate Harrington's driver's license is barred until November 2024. So twice he used the John Deere tractor as a getaway. How did they get him? Did they lay out one of those speed strips? Maybe they had to do that. He's also awaiting trial for an incident where he's accused of taking $112 in cash from Vets Truck Wash and (laughs) driving off in a Dodge Caravan. Well, that's a little more formidable. Kind of his thing. Yeah. At least... 43 people in Canada's New Brunswick province have fallen ill to an unknown brain disease. Oh, man. That causes spasms, memory loss, and hallucinations, and some other weird stuff, which I'll tell you about in a moment. And doctors are stumped by this. Is it mad moose disease? It might be. Uh, Officials believe that five... Why don't you forget (laughs) the moose for a moment? Officials believe five police in the so-called cluster have died from this disease. Oh, man. The first case was spotted in 2015. The disease came to light this month when uh, Radio Canada got hold of a leaked memo sent from the province's public health agency to physicians. The memo told doctors to keep an eye out for patients that have symptoms of the rare brain disorder, uh, Creutzfeldt-Jakob disease, which is blurred vision, hallucinations, or disorientation, but tests rule out CDJ. Uh, Patients first came in with pains, spasms, and changes in behavior. However... Because these symptoms are linked to a number of uh, health conditions, it wasn't a huge concern. So the symptoms progressed to impair, listen to this, cognitive abilities, muscle wasting, drooling, and tooth shattering. Tooth shattering? Over the next 18 to 36 months, yeah. Those are some bizarre symptoms. There's somebody famous that had that. You reported on it once before, Preston. I'm trying to figure out who it was, but... It wasn't George Clooney, was it? I don't think so. Tooth shattering? No, no, this Creutzfeldt... Oh, I'm um, not sure. Uh, Jacob disease. Uh, some of the patients also had disturbing hallucinations, like insects crawling on their skin. Ah. Researchers are collaborating with uh, different national groups. Let's collab health experts uh, to try and figure out uh, what it is and how it is caused. That's heft up. Yeah, that is. Uh, yeah, I, I don't like stuff like that. All right, this is pretty wild. A, two people died in Mexico when a plane being used for a gender reveal stunt oh crashed into the ocean. Uh, knock it off. As the parents-to-be and guests cheered for the big moment that never came. Was that part of the deal? That we crashed into the ocean and whatever bodies floated to the top would determine the gender? Uh, yeah, the people that were wearing, wearing blue Richards. floated up. <laughs> so the deadly crash happened this week off the coast of Cancun. We're expecting parents oh. hired a plane uh, to fly a banner announcing that they were having a baby girl. The plane is was uh, doing a series of stunts over the water before it took a nosedive straight down, disappearing into the water with a huge splash. Oh. And you can hear the family watching the flyover from a boat, screaming in horror as the plane crashes and sinks. Uh, there were four people on board the aircraft. Two died uh, before rescuers could reach the victims, and another died when receiving first aid. Think about all these children that when they grow up, someone's going to let slip. Oh, by the way, 
Seven people died at your gender reveal party. Yeah. Uh, it's unclear what caused the crash. Mexican authorities are investigating the incident. This is messed up, man. What a way to go. A desperate factory worker jumped in to a superheated 1,600-degree steel furnace oh my God. after allegedly losing about $10,000 in the stock market. Just ten grand. Yeah, well, this is... Uh, so Wang Long is his name, or was his name. It's a good name. I know. Uh, went. You have a lot to live for, Wang Long. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, he went missing from a night shift at the Chinese steel factory where he worked before surveillance footage revealed the disturbing chain of events leading to his death. Shocking video shows a longtime employee peeking into the furnace during a smelting operation before taking off his helmet and jumping into the scorching heat. Oh, wow. So I, I assume at that temperature, you're in, you, you you incinerate quickly. You've got to go quickly. pretty quick, yeah. Right? Uh, his, I wouldn't want to risk it. Uh, his employer's uh, Bao Gang Group said that it was, it, it was suspected that his death was related to a large amount of losses and that he could not repay his heavy debts. So, uh, yeah, but uh, well, there's no rhyme or reason. <laughs> Wang Long had worked for the company, one of uh, China's major steel producers, for more than a decade. On the night of his death, the amateur investor disappeared from his shift and did not return. Uh, the group immediately carried out a search for him when he suddenly went missing and uh, probed surveillance footage to discover any details of his disappearance. Uh, the disturbing video revealed Wang Long lingered at the side of the blast furnace Jeez. before taking off his safety helmet and gloves laying them on the ground, and then throwing himself into the furnace of molten steel. His body was wow. identified by his cousin, extraordinarily large genitals. Wow. According to colleagues, the introverted factory worker uh, who was unmarried had been uh, trading on the stock market for a long time. Oh, my God. Police determined his uh, death to be suicide after ruling out murder. I mean, you hate to say it, but you hope that, that he went... Yeah. Instantaneously. Absolutely. Because there's just no way to go. That you wouldn't, yeah, just. Just a trade in your life anyway was bad enough that he felt yep. it was that beyond. Yep. All right. And uh, then we'll do one last story. A husband made his wife pretend to be an amputee during sex. And now he wants to cut off one of his healthy limbs uh, to satisfy his growing fetish. Uh, the man's unnamed wife wrote to a uh, Abigail Van Buren agony ant column so this is a column right after her husband asked her to cover up part of her leg with a towel during sex to make her look like an amputee she said her marriage of six years was mostly blissful and that she had initially tried to maintain an open mind about her husband's fetish until recently enough she said uh, three months ago he asked me to do some role playing where we hit my leg under a towel which made it appear to below the knee amputation which he says is his favorite uh, I, I thought the monocle was a lot. She said, I didn't like it, but I went ahead with it. But now things are getting uh, to be too much for me. He recently told me that not only does he find amputees attractive, but he wants to be one. Oh, uh, the columnist answered the concerned woman by explaining her husband's desire to remove one of his limbs is known as integrity identity disorder. She recommended the woman do further research on the desire, but also sounded a note of caution for the marriage, it's like the uh, the army hammer. It's that uh, it starts to head down a path of let's yeah. try this and that, and then you know what I really want to do. I'd really like to carve my initials in you. Wow! All right, and there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre, it's a freaky world. Yeah. All right, we have roughly five minutes left for you to get our word to us. Chill is the word for the Preston and Steve money clips. Your chance to win five hundred dollars. So. 
Text that word to our special number, which is 45911. You can also enter it for the $10,000 grand prize via the MMR app or WMMR.com, and you might win. So the word you need to know is chill, C-H-I-L-L. All right, and when you're done doing that, how about we give away some beer to you? We have a chance for you to win. Uh, actually, it's sparkling hard tea. That's what this is. No. So it's not necessarily beer, and it's from Loverboy. Uh, you might recall Loverboy from Bravo's hit reality series, Summer House. It is the better-for-you premium beverage featuring high-quality, low-calorie sparkling hard teas and canned cocktails. Caller number eight. We're going to set you up with it. 215-263-WMMR. You can pick up a six-pack for thirteen ninety-nine at your local Wegmans. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Like what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme has everything you need to prep for this summer season. And now, order all your season essentials online at acmemarkets.com. And an experienced Acme associate will carefully pick and pack your order and bring the groceries right to your car. It's fast and easy with Drive Up and Go at Acme. Visit AcmeMarkets.com to start shopping now and get $20 off your first online order. Acme, fresh foods, local flavors. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. If you're going to have a Monday, have it like this. Oh, have, yeah. Have it just be beautiful. 70 degrees and sunny, very enjoyable. Uh, we have your chance to win some money throughout the course of the day today with our money clip contest and also we have money for our word of the week prize that's on the way in the meantime giving something else away uh we have for the lesson question a pair of tickets for the dry dean 400 nascar cup series race at dover international speedway and that is going to be on sunday may 16th so we're going to ask a question See if you know the answer and award you with that prize. I think we got to go with this. Who might replace uh, Roger Jean Page on the next season of Bridgerton? <laughs> this this was uh, 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 breaking news with us on the President Steve Show. Who might replace Roger Jean Page on the next season of Bridgerton? Let's see if you know the answer to that. 215-263-WMMR. While you're calling in, we'll do this. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, brought to you this morning by A.D. Moyer Lumber. A.D. Moyer Lumber has been supplying quality building materials and service for over 80 years for four generations. One family... One commitment. Learn more at admoyer.com. What's up, Steve? Well, sort of rapper and Dr. Phil reject bad baby claiming to have earned over a million dollars when she debuted an OnlyFans account on her 18th birthday. Bad Baby says her account will be more than just adult content and will also be porn. Oh. Hey! <laughs> Jeffrey D. Morgan says the cast of Walking Dead was completely thrown off by the recent surprise cancellation of the series. Morgan says producers are scrambling to wrap up plot points and might even suggest The Walking were never really dead, but just sleepy. Oh, so. oh my God. And finally, Oscar-winning writer Diablo Cody has quit a biopic based on the life of Madonna for undisclosed reasons. Some close to the project are suggesting Madonna Madonna was proving too difficult to work with, while others say she smells like liver. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's your Hollywood trash. I will see if someone knows the answer to our lesson question today. Who might replace uh, Roger Jean Page on the next season of Bridgerton? 215-263-WMMR. We will go to Tiffany, see if she knows the answer. Hi, Tiffany. Good morning. 
Hey, good morning. All right, Tiffany. So, who is going to replace uh, Renee uh, Roger Jean Page on Bridgerton? Aunt Viv. Aunt Viv. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Hang on, Tiff. We're gonna set you up. You just got yourself a pair of tickets to the Dryden 400 NASCAR Cup Series race at Dover International Speedway. That's on Sunday, May 16th. NASCAR is back at Dover International Speedway, May 14th through the 16th. You can get tickets now at DoverSpeedway.com. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Brought to you by Rita's Water Ice. Head to Rita's today to grab one of three epic Reese's Concretes. Uh, the Reese's take five, peanut butter pie, and peanut butter mudslide. Hang on. Yeah. Go, go on? Yeah, 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 yeah. You can indulge in a Reese's Concrete at Rita's. <laughs> I want to know more about this. They're available now. Okay. Yeah, concrete? Yeah. Wouldn't that break your teeth? No. Concrete is uh, um, uh, custard. All right. So, and, and in fact, I grew up in, in St. Louis. There was a famous place that, that served concretes, and what they do is they, they turn it upside down. Uh, oh, I know what you're talking about. So okay, that yes. it won't fall out. Uh-huh. So, oh. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's essentially, oh, uh, they, they mix in some goodies in uh, custard, but custard is so thick. I love custard. That it all holds love together. Love my face. <laughs> all right. So, Vicki Cornell has claimed that Soundgarden want to maliciously defame her adding that they want to harass her children. Cornell okay, is being, so at least they're getting along. <laughs> being taken to court by the band who's accusing her of locking them out of the band's website and social media accounts. According to NME, the court papers filed in Washington, D.C., band members Kim Thale, Matt Cameron, and Ben Shepard, as well as their business manager, Rit Veneras, uh, accused Cornell of locking them out of their Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Vimeo, YouTube, Snapchat, Tumblr, Topspin, and Pinterest accounts. Uh, they well, their also, Ashley Madison account is still available. They also uh, accused her of changing the passwords to the band's website. Well, that's uh, that's very uh, comprehensive. I, I'm I I've been following along. I'm taking the band side. I on know. This. I, you know, she and I hate to crazy. do it. I, I hate to do it because she's she's a, she's a widow. Obviously, she went through a horrible trauma but i've just i've been i've always been kind of leaning towards the band on this a little bit i kind of agree yeah um, so in a new statement cornell's lawyer marty singer denies the claims saying that vicky had been you will not tolerate the aspersions cast on my clients by this band of has <laughs> has been growing the band so Black hole son, what does that even mean so listen to this spoon man why a spoon <laughs> It's absolutely ridiculous, though, as if there's not any other cutlery available. <laughs> I miss Marty Singer being on our show. Uh, no, listen to what he said, though. He denied the claim, saying that Vicky had been growing the band's social media accounts. Uh-huh. And said the latest. I represent the widow Cornell. The latest lawsuit is an attempt to defame Vicky and harass her children. Uh, he says, and this is uh, Marty speaking. Basically, uh, what they, they're doing is putting her and her family in a wood chipper and pulverizing them into a bulky mess okay. of human flesh. <laughs> they're worse than Hitler. Wow. Whoa. Hey. Ms. Cornell's forthcoming motion will expose the truth about the Soundgarden's supposed social media accounts. Ms. Cornell. They're worse than the entirety of World War II. <laughs> Ms. Cro- Cornell. Cre- <laughs> than the coronavirus. They were absolutely horrible people. Uh, Ms. Uh, Cornell created the social media. worse me- than cancer. Created the social media accounts 
grew the accounts by allowing it worse than Kathy's cat. Easy. I mean, by allowing them to trade on Chris's then existing popular accounts, devoted her personal time and money in growing these accounts. As Soundgarden displayed absolutely no interest in social I media. Hope every single one of them gets shingles from knitting. <laughs> <laughs> Unless knitting, <laughs> knitting, knitting. Unless it was to promote to promote their solo projects. Uh, he added, Soundgarden solely wants their social media accounts in order to maliciously defame Miss Cornell, provoke her online stalker. It's just that they'll all slip on rocks trying to take pictures of the oh, <laughs> Wait a minute. Have you been listening to the show? I plead the fifth. <laughs> provoke her online stalkers, as Matt Cameron has done continuously, huh. and to instigate third parties to harass Miss Cornell for her minor children. In, at a certain point, and I did, and God bless her children for going deep into the mines to uh, to retrieve coal. But I would say this: uh, after all this time, it really starts to sully the reputation. It, it, it's just a it's it's a it's a mark, I think, on Chris Cornell's wonderful legacy. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I do. Uh, he goes on to say, moreover, while they now claim a sense of urgency, Soundgarden's claims are a stale repacking of the claims that they filed in Florida court in May of uh, 2020. Huh. Now, Vicky released a statement uh, saying the band's latest attacks, they claim to be against me, uh, against the no one sings like you anymore hashtag. And though that was taken from Chris's lyrics from Black Hole Sun, that was created and used by fans all over the world as a mark of respect and in tribute to him since the day after he died. I don't know what she's talking about. Vicky then shared, her own, need to know. shared her own statement claiming that the, <laughs> the band are aiming to stop her using the tagline, No One Sings Like You Anymore, a lyric from uh, Black Hole Sun, the title of his recent posthumous solo album. So this continues. And yeah, it's going to go on and yeah. on. And with Marty Singer, who's a real litigator. Yep. Has him n- n- never met a case he didn't like, so yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, you know he'll keep it going on forever. That's what they do. They just try to run each other out of, of funds until somebody flinches. Yep, yep. Uh, all right, a couple other stories. As a teaser for their upcoming fall 2021 UK tour dates, Genesis has posted their latest rehearsal montage. I watched it. Uh, how was it? It was good. How does Phil sound? He sounds very good. He's Vocalize. not moving. Yeah, I, what I saw, he was sitting yeah. throughout the whole thing. Yeah, they're just rehearsing. Yeah, so, yeah. so they're going through. The new clip features shots of the band running through uh, their show over a rehearsal version of the Invisible Touch classic Land of Confusion. Uh, the September and Outdoor dates mark the third time the band has been forced to reschedule the shows due to the ongoing pandemic. Uh, they last reunited in 2007 uh, for a 48-date uh, trek, uh, Turn It On Again, the tour. Uh, the band featuring Phil Collins, Mike Rutherford, and Tony Banks will be joined on the road by longtime lead guitar and bassist Daryl Sturmer and yeah. Phil Collins' son, Nick Collins, on drums. Uh, so far, uh, the group's 19-show European leg hits uh, the U.K. and Ireland in September and October, and no North American dates have been announced yet. His son is certainly competent, seems to be, from what I can judge. I, I used to love Chester Thompson, who was uh, who would be the drummer who would be there with Phil when he would get on the kit, but obviously Phil's not going to get on the kit anymore. Mm-hmm. Can't. So you get what you get. Yeah, I don't know why uh, Chester's not a part of this. It's interesting. Uh, I'm sure he's got work going on otherwise. Yeah. He's an insanely talented drummer. I need you stupid band. And then finally, despite speaking of drummers, despite uh, being on one of Rock's most, uh, being one of Rock's most iconic and beloved drummers, the Doors, John Dinsmore, 
never had his own officially sanctioned pair of drumsticks. What? Until now. And now available through store.thedoors.com are the Doors 7A drumsticks. Uh, the sticks handle includes a graphic of John Dinsmore's signature as well as Doors logo. Uh, with the following specs, their size 7A, length 15 inches, wood, uh, maple, and they're uh, colored black. Why didn't the doors never have a brand of doors? Yeah. Right? Wouldn't you like think you would sell at Home Depot? <laughs> Pretty much writes itself. Yeah. Right? Yep. This is the knob. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mother, I'm coming in. Uh, John Densmore <laughs> said in a statement announcing the signature brand, This I've been- is my dog. I bought it at Home Depot. He said, I've been uh, waiting all my life to have a drumstick in my name. I thought, now that I'm almost dead, that the drum companies would step up. But never mind, I got to design it myself. So that will now be available. This is a dog. (laughs) That man in the vest helped me out. All right, there you go. You know what? I was, that's uh, that's in the music news. I was just flipping through the channels uh, a couple of weeks ago and... The Doors. Oh, uh, the uh, Oliver Stone? The movie came yeah. on, yeah. And, uh, man, Val Kilmer was phenomenal. It's very good. It Just yeah. phenomenal in it. Yeah. I watched, uh, like, a half hour of it. That's all I had time for. But it's... It, I mean, I really he, he was it. the perfect choice to yeah. play yeah. Jim Morrison. Yeah. There is a per, uh, a scene where he is in uh, the recording studio singing uh, Touch Me. Yeah. And he's wasted. And Val Kilmer just does such a great job. Like, playing drunk is... Very difficult to yeah. play convincing, yeah. drunk, and he just does a great job. I drink a lot of alcohol. <laughs> I'm really drunk. Yeah. No, he, uh, but he just yeah. physically looks like him. It, you know, at least it, Jim Morrison was a very good-looking guy. Well, and he did the majority of the singing. Yeah. Uh, in that movie too. That's him. That's Val Kilmer's voice. He did it. He he took it all I'd in. Really so. like to have our own brand of doors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they should have added that part. It's in one of the local hardware store. Uh, all right, and that's it. That's it in music news. But I do have a special guest. We're going to go to now. I believe this is Robert. Hey, Robert, how you doing, man? Great. How you doing? Good, man. Sounds like there's a lot of joy in your voice this morning. Yeah, it sure is. And why is that? That is one five hundred dollars. Shut your mouth! Nice work, Robert. Five hundred bucks, man. That is a sweet deal. Robert, where are you from? Newark, Delaware. Newark, Delaware. You working today, or you got the day off? How's what's your story? I actually have the day off, as I was able to enter and talk to you. Oh, what a bonus, man! Day off, five hundred bucks wins. Call in and quit. And, and then ask your job back. You're from the state of tax-free shopping. Yes! How about that? Come on! Uh, well, right. Congratulations, Robert. We're really happy for you, buddy, okay? All right, thanks. All right, yeah. hang on the line. There you go, Robert. 500 Smackers on a Monday. Winner $500, and you could be next. The opportunity to win $500 happens five times a day, Monday through Friday, and the next shot will be at noon. And what is seven? Oh, I said five times a day. Seven times a seven. day. Yeah. Yeah, so don't miss that because it happens at 8, 10, noon, 2, 4, 6, That's and awesome. 8 p.m. So I love it. Robert, way to go, bud. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Alexa, open MMR. Would it hurt you to say please? 
Use your smart speaker to listen live from wherever you are. Rock Pierre's workforce blocks while working from home. Get your daily dose of Preston and Steve on demand. Or catch up on the Bizarre Files podcast. Were you one of the first to grab an Amazon Echo a few years ago? Well, aren't you ahead of the curve? Text speaker to 39333 to make sure your Alexa skill is up to date. For a second there, I thought you said we were going on a date. Ha ha ha, no. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. Yeah, I uh, listen. I made a major mistake this morning, and uh, and then subsequent mistakes after that. So, oh, it's uh, all good. Yeah, uh, that was "Dirty Honey," and the song is uh, "California Dreaming." Sounds different than the first time. It does, yeah. right? On ninety three three WMMR. So I think that has nothing to do with that. Oh, okay. Song called yeah, California Dreaming. No, one I was trying to jump in at the right point. Right. Yeah. And we're waiting for the leaves to be brown. No, none of that. Okay. Uh, but uh, some good bluesy rock and roll. I do cool. like that. Uh, it is 1046, and we are wrapping up our program uh, for the day. And want to thank you for joining us. And we also want to thank Eddie Alvarez. Yay! Joining us today. He's got a bout coming up on Wednesday. It's wild because he, he was getting in touch with us via Zoom from Singapore. Yes. And uh, it is the exact opposite time-wise. It's 12 hours different. Right. So it's, you know, it's 1040. Nine ten forty six a.m. here. It's ten forty six p.m. there, uh, but he's doing this thing where he is not paying attention at all because he's going to be fighting on uh, essentially American time frame. Uh, so he is keeping his windows drawn. He doesn't know when want to know when it's daytime or nighttime there, and he's right. living at night as if it's day. Uh, just so he can be fresh and ready to fight. So, uh, But it was interesting uh, talking to him in that regard. But he's ready to go. Uh, nice to talk to him today. And uh, congratulations to all money winners today. We started the President Steve Money Clip Contest. More chances to win are coming up in just a little bit. So we're stoked about that, too. Pierre Robert will have your chance to win. How you doing, man? Stoked. Nice to see you, dude. Stoked. Did you survive without us here? Well, it wasn't easy, yeah. to be perfectly honest. Every day I kept going, where are they? <laughs> are, are, are they coming back? Kind of like a dog at the door. Right. Wait, yeah. You know, panting and then putting my big black nose up against the <laughs> glass and then getting uh, doggy saliva on the door and then pawing at the door and then a paw print and all of that. And, and so making when, that sound. So when you saw us today, sense. did you then pee right. because you were so excited <laughs> that we were here? A little. Yeah. A little. That's all good. Nice. <laughs> uh, well, how about we do the letter of the day? Ready yes. for that? Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. B is in do your Beasley best. Oh, yes. I love it. And we have $300 from the Bagster, a dumpster in a bag. And it's perfect for all home improvement cleanups. You just pick one up today at any of your local home improvement stores. Buy, fill, gone. That is it. So we'll give that away on uh, Friday, which is uh, cool. Uh, everything good in your world? Yeah. yeah. What, what's up on the show today? I, well, I I liked... Uh, I. I, I love, actually, the um, best of President Steve because I invariably hear things I didn't hear oh, okay. the first time around. Now, what was the thing? You had a thing about dogs, things that dogs do weird, like walking backwards and <laughs> things. And you had another thing about something which is really interesting. One that was uh, 
like really fun words like cattywampus and no that wasn't malarkey. the one no, no, that, that, that wasn't, wasn't good that one and you ran uh no i didn't i didn't hear that one but you had another thing that was really and then you had another thing after that and they good. Were, and i've said i've got to tell them all those things so i only <laughs> I remember forgot them all one of the things yeah but one of the three things uh i had i hadn't heard any of those three things before and so, because you uh, ingeniously run them at different times when they ran originally, when you go on vacation, uh, it's nice. Brent Porsche, by the way, did a marvelous job yeah. uh, filling in and being the sort of overall host of the best of. And uh, you reran the Brandon Boyd interview from Incubus. I was thinking of that when you were playing Pardon Me a little bit ago. So, and that sounded great. And Jackson was off last week, was he not? Jackson was off three of the days last All week: right. uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Are you taking any for time? some reason? He came back Thursday and Friday. Hmm. I don't know why you go for the first three and then come back to second three. I could see going to last three. I could see like working to Monday and Tuesday, then yeah. taking to Wednesday, Thursday, and the Friday. That sounds like a bill thing. He probably wanted them nah. to take off. Oh, right. I bet you're right. You're right. Um, he and Bill are tight. Yeah, they, they, it, that's rubber band. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but um, yes, next week I'm going to take off. Okay, so All right, well, we will rubber miss band. you. <laughs> rubber band. Rubber band. Yeah. Back on. Well, you know, tight. Uh, yeah, like a rubber band. Like yeah. a rubber band. Right. right. Um, so next week I will. But uh, this week I'm here, and we're kicking off the money thing, and I've got it coming up. At noon and two, uh, the money clips. Yes. Uh, it's it's the same contest. It is. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the exact same contest. Exactly. So Pancake <laughs> assembled me uh, some of the words we've used. We've had bird is the word, birthday bucks, fund you, go fund you, Re- uh, rock refund, go fund yourself, uh, easy money, money shark, no sad dough, and now PNS money clips. I think there are a few more, but these are the ones we could think of. I'm sorry, I mean, we, we give away a lot of money. I'm yeah. very happy to, to, you know, to hear people get that excited seven times a day. Very cool. I mean, for the amount of time we give it away, it's it's a ton of cash. Well, and what and the, cash talks. What the other Beasley stations utterly detest around the country is the fact that Philly always wins. We love it. We yeah. do love that. I must admit, it, uh, because the Las Vegas station was heard grumbling, oh, yeah, Philly, <laughs> Philly MMR, and all the MMR winners always live, and several of the other ones. I, I'm sorry. I need to verify something. Uh, a few people, a few people are texting in about this. The letter of the day, Pierre said B, but then you said do your Beasley best, and people weren't sure if it was a D for do or B for Beasley. B for Beasley. B for Beasley. B. All right, just clarifying. Thank you. We appreciate the text. No. All right. Um, so there. All right. Oh, and I'll sure. also have a workforce box today of uh, Allison Chains and Nirvana and Pearl Jam's Mike McCready. We're staying in Seattle today. Ah, oh, nice. nice. Excellent. Coffee. Very Coffee. non-like Seattle weather. It's going to be beautiful this week. Yeah. It's sunny and, and 70 degrees, so uh, enjoy. All right. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors. President Steve Show is brought to you today by Acme Markets, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors, also by Dunkin', Official Coffee of the President Steve Show, and... Uh, by RoadCon Incorporated, now hiring for heavy highway construction positions at road-con.com. I'd love uh, to use some heavy machinery. That'd be fun. It would be fun, wouldn't it? Uh, well, listen, tomorrow we're going to have some fun because we do have some guests on the program. Topher Grace will be joining us. He's got a new sitcom. Andy Dick, who is doing a this uh, parody Tiger King thing called Tiger Dick. Oh, no. Is going to be on tomorrow. Yep. Pretty freaking funny. And it's a Tuesday, so we'll have a Tuesday chance for you to win uh, with the Preston and Steve show and more. So that is it. We are done. Ray John, have a wonderful day. We'll do it again tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye.
the Preston and Steve Small Business Love You, Help You line. Hi, this is Jeff from New Look Cleaning Services. New Look specializes in residential and commercial floor and carpet cleaning, as well as power washing. We are family-owned and operated and have been in business for 51 years. Call us today, find us on Facebook, or look at our website at newlookcleaningservices.com. That's N-U-LookCleaningServices.com. New Look, our name describes our results. Next message. Hi, this is April with Platinum Event Solutions for all your event planning and event staffing needs. We do all events at occasion. Ever think of having a private chef for you, your friends, or your family or special occasion? We can make that happen. We have some of the best vendors around to share with you. This is a yes business, so enjoy your guests and let us clean up the mess. This year marks our 10-year anniversary, so mention President C for your 10% discount. You can find us on Facebook at Platinum ES, IG at Platinum ES 711, or call us at 610-389-9558. Thanks. The Love You, Help You line. Shop local because small business needs our help. Find out more at PrestonAndSteve.com. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Sponsored by DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack really does sell them for less.